Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This week on We Hate Movies, it's even more boring than you remember. It's Iron Man 2. I'm Andrew Jupin. Uh, Steven Sadak replacing Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Kabovich. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in to the fine program. As always, that's right. The summer blockbuster extravaganza continues here on the main feed. We're talking Iron Man 2 from 2010, directed again by John the Favs Favreau. And boy, I mean, this is a, if you listen to our WLM last week and into this one, this is a fucking steep drop in quality, my friends. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot. Yeah, John Favreau. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Nice, buddy. There we, there we go. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of this—not not a lot of this, but at least if you believe Favreau, uh, Marvel was tinkering a ton and really crammed that fury shit down his throat, which yep. is why he left uh, Iron Man three. Which makes oh, is that right? Or oh, didn't leave? God. He decided not to do Iron Man three mm. because this one was such a fucking disaster Blessings. in terms of like Feige being like, I don't know. What if there's a Captain America shield? Well, then fucking fine. I guess I uh, I don't know. What if you stop the movie dead and we can talk about the Avengers initiative for 15 minutes? Look, <clears throat> I'm, I'm never going to say it again, but good on Kevin Feige. <laughs> this I mean, is if this well, is what got us Shane Black in the fucking yeah. in the chair. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. That's what I was just going to say. Like without this happening, like we had to sacrifice Iron Man 2 so we could get a really good Iron Man 3, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to take that way. This movie is so weird because it feels stifled by that. It honestly feels like there is tinkering behind the scenes. And it's like, it feels like a season of television condensed into one movie. Because there's like four, there's two or two different antagonists, at least three or four obstacles and at the end of it, you just kind of don't even know what which one was the most important one or which one even mattered kind right, of a thing. I guess it's also setting up Black Widow and, yes. and War Machine. Is that right? Is that the name of the film? Yeah, that's Rhodey there. Yeah, yeah. War Machine. It is really just like a test kitchen to bring up a lot of the ideas that will become like the basis of this monster that we're building here mm-hmm. in the in second phase. I got to say, I mean, that's pretty fucking ballsy. Like, yeah, Iron Man was a big hit, yada, yada. But, like, you're only your second film out the gate and you're meddling as such. Like, yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like if it wasn't for the Clark Gregg Thor hammer stinger scene at the end, I don't know if this fucking cinematic universe thing takes off. Yeah. Because if you're just coming away like, all right, that's the, it's only the second movie and that's the best they did. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know? you're right. The Clark Gregg stuff. 
is uh, annoying. Him like <laughs> walking up to our DJ going, I got to go to uh, Santa Fe. There's some pretty cool stuff out there. <laughs> yep. yeah. Stick oh. around for the credits, kids. Robert Downey Jr. is like, you know what, dude? Don't let the fucking door hit you on the way out. I don't know. Fuck, get out of my house. I don't care where you go. Go to Santa Fe. Go. Just leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's you- exquisite. He's just like, you know, man, you don't have to announce your resignation from a movie. You can just <laughs> fucking leave town, dude. I don't care. Clark Gregg might as well be doing like a diners, drive-ins, and dives type show on the side. <laughs> I'm going here. I'm going <laughs> here. I'm just... It's seeing interesting things, I guess. We're rolling out to the Baxter building to meet the Fantastic Four. <laughs> and in the meantime, when I'm not rolling out places, I'm standing in the background of scenes in this movie doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, like, the Fury stuff is fine. It's because it should be one scene, but they do two, and it's like, yep. okay, that's too much. And I mean, like, I don't mind Black Widow. She does absolutely nothing in this movie. Obviously, the reason we're doing this and Iron Man is because Black Widow comes out on Friday. Um, and this is the birth of the ScarJo uh, performance. Did you, everybody read? I forgot this. Emily Blunt had yep. the role. Had, oh, yep. Yep. had the role. Had really? Really? Actually, like, was, was given yep. the green light yep. and offered to come on board. <laughs> and she had to drop out. Because, and I feel like this is how she had to do it. She had to like, yeah, Kevin, um, I'm sorry. I, I can't actually um, be the Black Widow because I'm filming Gulliver's Travels. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I signed the contract. I signed it. Wait, that, what, the Jack Black movie? The Jack yes. Black. No, she's that? She's yes. in that movie? She's the romantic lead with <laughs> Jason Segel in that. Is she, wait, is, is, is she a small person? Yes, she's the small person with Jason Segel. And is Jack he Bla- regular size? No, no, they're both small size and they're both uh, on top of Jack Black. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I was hoping the- for some weird sex oddity, like how would a little, like a tiny person and a big, big fella. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure there's those jokes in that movie. I mm-hmm. forgot it the minute it was over. That movie to stay tuned because you will be astonished to see how bad that movie is. How wow, bad a movie can dude. be. <laughs> and it's just, she, it, it, it's just, and I mean, her you know, career is fine. You know, she's got those quiet place movies. She's people oh, yeah. like that edge of tomorrow and all the other stuff that she does. But like, yeah, this is a well, movie. This is a role you kind of want. You know what's funny though, dude, is I didn't know that, but like a while back, I think around when like Quiet Place 2 was like, they were doing like press before it came out and before it actually came out. And, um, you know, she said something about like, oh yeah, I don't know. I'd never do one of those superhero movies. <laughs> it's not really my cup of tea. Fuck you fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. When you're this bitter about it, I mean, you've got to be like, no, yeah. those movies are fucking terrible. And anyone who does them is probably a pedophile. I'm just saying that's what I've heard. <laughs> oh yeah. That's if what you, I heard. If you can't have the money, you have to go fucking nuclear with this shit. You just you'd be like, oh yeah, fuck those movies. Who cares about <laughs> oh, those my movies? God. I mean, she's not fucking hurting for cash, but no. that is just hilarious. It's just a sad situation. I mean, I, I think, uh, unfortunately, uh, this movie, re- one of the things that really dates this movie is how they treat the Black Widow. Like, everyone's just, everyone, including the camera, is just staring at her tits the entire time. Yeah. Um, yep. And they, they get better with that. I'm curious to see how this, uh, this uh, Black Widow movie is going to look and feel. I'm kind of excited. The trailers look kind of cool. I feel like it's probably good. My, my guess is about 20% too cute for me. 
because it should be darker and more like spyish. And it seems like we're go- we were yucking it up a little too much, at least in I the trailer. F- I feel like even though, you know, like Whedon has been purged from this world, like, mm. th- like that comedy styling is here to stay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I definitely, you know, and the fucking, the cutesy bullshit of it all. And like, I, yeah, I would not be surprised, Steve, if we're watching this movie and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Well, that, that humor is part of the formula, whether you like it or not. And the formula will not change. No. Whedon, Whedon can, be, can be purged. He can be left out. But the thing that built the thing will stay. Right. Uh, so this movie, you know, it starts off, <clears throat> we get the, the Marvel like flipbook opening and there's some like audio from the first movie. You know, we got that bodyguard in a suit comment comes back and so on. Uh, but then we start off, we're in uh, Moscow and we got uh, Mickey Rourke as Ivan <laughs> Danko. Is that his name? Van- yeah. yeah, Vanko. Vanko, yeah. yeah. Um, and dude, I got to tell you, so like he's coming off The Wrestler, great movie, great performance and so on. This movie, it starts with like his father is laying in a bed dying. Uh, is- you know my joke for the dad? Oh, uh, sure. Dennis Franzovich over here. <laughs> oh, definitely, dude. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I'm sad I didn't get to see his ass, too. <laughs> definitely. Man, the way he's just weeping over this, and then, like, and then he starts, uh, like, screaming. Dude, yeah! su- did you guys watch yeah! it with subtitles on? Did you watch it with the subtitles on? I did I, not. It says roaring. He's yeah. roaring. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, like uh, a lion. Yeah, I mean, you brought up the roar. I mean, that's what I was I was trying to get to. The, the first time you really see him full on, he's just standing in this doorway in silhouette, like looking tortured as fuck. And you're like, dude, this is Iron Man too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what to tell you, but we're not doing that in this <laughs> he's, movie. He's also a 60-year-old man who's mourning his father <laughs> to this degree. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you didn't see this coming? Yeah. You had the Cold War. It looks like he's, on, like, hooked up to stuff. It's been a while. You've had time to process this. Of course. But, like, it's also funny because, yes, you're screaming like that, but also you have this air that makes you look like you're in the touring band for corn now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know what they're thinking with this. It looks utterly terrible. Terrible. And all I can think of is that this is just kind of how Mickey Rourke was looking at the time. Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. He's not getting a haircut for this movie. No, no, no. Um, and he, he apparently all of the prison tats and all that stuff is his uh, was his idea. He says because, you know, he wanted to, like, get into the Russian uh, character of it all. But I feel like it's also because he saw Eastern Promises. And it was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Yeah, I can was, do that. This, was Eastern Promises out in 2010? What did that movie? Oh seven, man. So he wow. did, th- this movie. This movie saw Eastern Promises. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time then. Absolutely. Yes, yes. This movie went to the theater to see Eastern Promises. <laughs> and sat down with some popcorn and Dr Pepper. I do. I wish the end of this movie was the Iron. You get to see RDJ's cock uh, as he's fighting uh, a Whiplash. There, that'd be fun. That'd oh be yeah, awesome. that'd be something. You just have to imagine Kevin Feige going to the theater saying it. Oh my God, you can show real cock and balls. <laughs> you don't have to digitally make cock and balls. I thought it was like the sunset and the sunrise. <laughs> cock and balls. I like this because it also implies that he has no cock and balls. <laughs> it's smooth down there, baby. It's a bump. <laughs> it's a, a real com- bump. Yeah, he uses a computer to make something go on down there. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, speaking of going to the theater, did anybody see this movie in the theaters? Oh, of oh course. yeah. I don't remember. I, not, a, not a memorable experience, but I'm sure I saw this in theaters. Not a memorable movie. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I remember the, the disappointment was felt uh, audience-wide after, I will have to say. Like, nobody was clapping like they usually do at the end of these oh, things. Oh, really? You had no clappers? No, I, no, uh, just silently moving to your exits. I, uh, I, I don't remember. I mean... I remember seeing it in the theater, but I had to definitely watch the movie a second time because my first time uh, seeing it was spent uh, trying to not get in a fight with a kid. <laughs> Pardon me? Was he because kicking, kicking your seat or something? You, you better believe it, dude. So we, <laughs> we saw this at the Ziegfeld, RIP. Um, and it was, it was me and Chelsea and a, a friend of ours and watching the movie and this kid behind me is kicking my seat. Wow. The Ziegfeld, for people who don't know, it was like a thousand seats. So it's yes. pretty crazy that, like, I don't know, this kid should move. In all the seats in all the theater, you <laughs> fucking sit behind me and kick it. You're like, and it was, it, it was like a packed house, you know, because it was like, I think it was like opening night. Like it was that Friday maybe or something. And like early evening show too. So like really packed theater, which was cool. Cause like when the Ziegfeld was really cranking like that, it was awesome. I love that place. Um, yeah, man. And so we're watching the movie and like this kid's kicking my seat and I'm doing like the turnaround mm -hmm. and like nothing. And this fuck, it's like the kid that's kicking my seat, another kid. And then this fucking loser father. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So and so, how old was how old were these kids? You think it's like ten years old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. And so this kid's kicking my seat. I'm turning around, and so like I'd been turning around like to my left, and that's where I was like trying to look at the kid. And then I realized the father's on the other side, and I don't know if it was the father of this kid or the other kid, or like he was the father of both or whatever. But this guy just had no fucking authority over these children. And I turn around the other way, and I'm like, hey, you know, can we stop kicking the seat? And this, they start laughing, and he's Whoa. kicking it more. What, what's your father doing? Nothing, dude. This asshole's wrapped up in See, Iron this Man too. This is the way you get out around this situation, like to not get arrested. You don't murder the kid. You start punching the father in the head. <laughs> <laughs> wake up! Wake the fuck up! Look what your kids. I mean, it was like I was going mad, and it's just it was that thing of like it's a little kid. No one's doing anything. I'm entirely powerless in this situation. It's pointless to get ushers, you know? So, like, he stopped for a while. And then I think what happened, and, like, to a degree, I feel for him, looking back on it now, 11 years later, right, is, like, he was just bored because this movie's fucking <laughs> boring as shit. It is boring. It makes yeah. you want to kick something, right? Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, because there's, I mean, make no mistakes, I, I did a, a time check. There's not an action scene in this movie until 30 minutes in. Like, come on, everybody. It's a sequel. Wow. You got to go big. You got to go bold. This should start with an action sequence. And it does. Yep. I oh. don't know how there isn't like the, the cold open of the movie. Yes. Is just Iron Man doing a thing, like doing a mission. Instead, it's like after all the Mickey Rourke shit, when we finally see Tony Stark, he's just yammering on at his expo about how he's fucking privatized world peace and oh, yeah. Uh, the relations between the U.S. and the Far East are the best they've been ever and all this fucking shit. And it's like, could I see any of that? <laughs> yeah. Like no. a, mon a montage would be fun. Also, my, my question when he says that, he's like, I privatized world peace. You're welcome, everybody. Did he end the Iraq and Afghani war? Like, did yeah. is, that, is that what's going on in this I universe? I think so. Because like anything that anytime anything happens, 
Mm-hmm. Iron Man just shows up and like blows up both sides. At, <laughs> at least on paper, I think he ended it. I think that's got to be what my favorite part of the whole thing is uh, his Ace Rothstein dancers that are going oh, around yeah, Iron Man. This is incredible. Yes. Uh, he has this this whole dance number choreographed about around him taking the suit off. And these girls are dressed like sexy Iron Man on Halloween. Disgusting. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. You could buy this Halloween costume on Amazon. Absolutely. <laughs> sexy Iron Man. I mean, I do I do like the um excuse me, the opening part where he jumps out of the plane. This was ACDC working for me right here. I don't know why. I mean, I think it's a better song, first of all, but like, I remember like it happened to me last night, but also when I was watching it, even when my fucking seat was getting kicked, like that whole, like him jumping out of the plane, all of those, the visuals were really cool. But then, yeah, it just gets into the Nick City dancers and you're like, "Eh." (laughs) it's like this cargo plane. And I'm just like, can't he fly already? Yeah, Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, so that's the thing, right? Was there a deleted scene there where he's coming from some mission? Because that would have been cool. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Because you got to know that in in his claws, he's not paying for the gas to get there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) He doesn't want to pay for any extra. Whatever he's got to put into this fucking thing. (laughs) I don't know how much money it is per flight. It's probably a lot. Yeah. yeah. The arc reactor, right? It's just like, it's just infinite gas in his heart. Well, it is until the palladium chip burns out and like gets oh, gets into his bloodstream, which is a yeah, it's tr- trouble with that palladium chip. You got to look out mm-hmm. for that. I love that because I have no way to contextualize that in my mind whatsoever. <laughs> like, okay, yep. oh, the computer chip leaked, and now he's got weird veins. It's okay. Been a, it's been a real long time since I've watched this movie all the way through. And at the beginning, you know, he does this big speech, and then he like. He takes out this little blood testing, this blood toxicity level 19. I was like, oh, I guess he's loaded. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I was flying while drunk. That's what I thought, too, at first. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, no, apparently his, his body is getting more and more poisoned. Also, they wanted to do, or they all teased for, between the first and the second movie that this was going to be the demon in the bottle, the alcoholic storyline. Yep. And then right. obviously somebody got cold feet and it's just this like palladium chip nonsense. And I mean the the which again, yeah, and everything your, like they they it's like so little right yes. like I think I said on the on the WLM that like the this movie kind of touches on that and yeah it's like he's kind of fucked up in like the middle whatever thirty minutes of this movie but well, that's gets, it he gets drunk once as opposed to like you know yeah he's a, a full on alcoholic and to your point Eric yeah like the an alcoholic struggle is actually interesting and something you have context for a palladium chip in your heart that is slowly detoxifying blah, blah, blah. Like it just doesn't mean anything. No, yeah, definitely. And then they just like re- revert to cold daddy. Mm-hmm. It was my daddy was the problem. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and I'm like, like I just, it gets so boring so quickly. And like, you know, it's going to turn up at the end. Cause you know, I mean, we've watched these movies now. We know that fucking Howard Stark is a saint. Yes, of course. Can I uh, can I uh, steal a, a phrase from you, Chris Cabin? Sure. Hiring uh, John Slattery as a 1960s businessman. That's some cheap heat right there. Oh, yeah. That is some <laughs> cheap, yep. cheap heat. Yep. Oh, yeah. You saw the writing on the wall. You've been watching AMC. You just want everybody to know. You're right. It is. It is really dumb to do that. But at the same time, it's like, he's interesting to watch. Yes. Yep. That's the thing. It's a it's a real fucking dance with the devil here because it's lazy and stupid and so on the nose. But at the same time, John Slattery 
is an incredible actor, and I could fucking watch that dude take a no. shit. No, oh, man, no, I would no. definitely watch him take no. a shit. <laughs> no, no, we could get like no. Chris. Chris, let no. me get this out. Maybe no, we no, get like an app called like Poop Plus. We could put on the uh, smart oh, TVs and we could uh, watch celebrities I, take poops. Look, all I'm saying is justice for what's his name, the other. Uh, the other, the other, the yeah, other yeah. person that yeah, played just, just, justice for him. Who that the guy. first? Yeah, well, they were like, yeah, that, we just needed a guy. That, that guy was just—he was a fucking Getty stock photo. It was a newspaper <laughs> clipping. Okay, j- justice for clipping guy. <laughs> oh, justice for Clippy himself. Dude. That guy was a, Clippy was assassinated by the Microsoft Corporation. Oh, Here's no. the thing, though: is I it, for your app, Eric, which I really like the idea of when oh, you can watch you, celebrities you. take shits. Yeah, it, uh-huh. I would just—it just you need to do this thing where there's no browser their history ever because it's not like that's right yep. I, I i would want to watch john slattery take a shit but i wouldn't want mm-hmm. people to know about it you exactly. know what i mean <laughs> i'll be sure to mention that on shark tank when i take the idea there because then i'd be like oh uh so who'd you watch take a shit this week and i'd be like uh uh Gadot. and it's like really like paul giamatti and john slattery <laughs> <laughs> i could just oh man i would love to see i would love to see eric on shark tank with this what that really mm-hmm. would make me happy you start off like Quoting Chuck Berry, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. First off, I'll raise some capital, you know, to show people what this is by just spending money on cameo and finally getting some celebrity to agree to take a shit. I bet you get Tom Arnold to do it, dude. Mm-hmm. I bet like 10k that dude shit in buckets for you. Oh yeah, He's you gotta it. find you some motherfucker that's in some real financial dire straits. Mm-hmm. I and think then, that, yeah, and then you roll that for Mark Cuban and the boys, or, <laughs> and suddenly you're rolling in it like a pig and shit. I just like the idea of you getting into NFTs to fund this. Yes, and then uh, <laughs> Not Mr. the other Wonder- way around. NFTs, Mr. I don't understand either. That's like the palladium chip or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister Wonderful is like, you know what, Eric? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give, make you a deal. It's gonna be, I want royalties on every shit that that is taken. For the next three years, and when I make my money back, I own six percent. If there's any corn in that shit, I want that. That just gets sent right to my office. What is this guy's name? Mister Wonderful, the guy whose wife uh, killed somebody on a boat. If I was just mistaken. gonna, I was, I was gonna ask if Mister Wonderful was associated with the fucking boat-related homicide one of <laughs> yes. those fuckers was in. Of course. Mm-hmm. Totally accident, Dan. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so the reason, by the way, we're talking about Slattery, of course, is Howard Stark comes up on this video. It's a fun. They're, they're out at yeah. They're out at the fucking uh, you know. They're out in Queens. They're at the uh, Stark Expo. We're calling it right. The mm-hmm. old World's Fairgrounds and whatnot. It's a fun, wonderful world of Disney kind of knockoff thing. He's got the he's got the Disney mustache. You know what yes. I mean? It's like him yes. sitting in a library, like hello and welcome to the whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I get it. It's it's cute. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And he's totally I, cool with it. I mean, honestly, I would do because like I know he pops up here and there throughout these fucking movies and whatever, but like. You, you want to know what my Disney Plus show is? Like these fucking, you know, the Loki and the uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision and all that shit. Just give me, like, because you're already acknowledging the world of Mad Men by casting him doing this. Do like a Mad Men as Coward Stark show. Mm-hmm. And it's just fucking Slat Dog and he's doing his thing. Like, that'd be cool. And maybe it's even like totally like low tier science projects too. Like, not running with the big dogs, nothing to do with like the founding of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever. Did, 
Just let him be this cool scientist billionaire guy. And I think Eric, you might be the only one that watched this. He wasn't Howard Stark strongly featured in oh, that uh, yes. Agent Carter show. Yes, yeah, yes. but it's back in the day. It's yes. what's his face. It's back in the day. It's a different actor. And I think there's a butler named Jarvis in that as well. Ah, uh, of course. Um, That's how that? they wrote that in. That's you know, Agent Carter. I thought was a fine show because it was. I liked the period dress, and a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of it was felt low stake. It's like, oh, we got to beat up this guy for stealing a microchip or something. So Yep. It felt interesting. And then it was, you know, canceled because no one cares. I think the period hurt it in a way. Yeah, it probably did. But I also like uh, What's-Her-Face who plays Peggy. Uh, is that the character's name? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Peggy, Peggy Carter. Carter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Haley Atwell, I think. Yes. yes. Wow. Good call, dude. Yeah, yeah she's, yeah. she's going to be uh, on Poop Plus. <laughs> no, why, yeah, that's why I remembered. Oh yeah, I watched uh, Haley Otwell take a shit this week. I'd meanwhile, my browser history is Paul Walter Hauser, just <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Stern. Oh man, dude, you know how just taking his shirt off sometimes. Uh, that, that's kind of cool. He's gonna call. He's gonna bankrupt us. I think that. I mean, everyone wants to see Richard Jewell, you know, do it. So. It got really hot in that bathroom. <laughs> I blasted that one, brother. I'll um, tell you what. That nothing fucking, but hot uh, ladies for me. <laughs> Oh man, what's Paul Walter Hauser up to? <laughs> that uh, that fucking Cruella is like has no reason to exist, but he's delightful in it. He's great he, in everything. He's yep, fantastic yeah. in everything he's ever he been in. He fucking rules, yeah. man. He's a dude that I feel like if we had him on the show, he'd be a good hang. Oh yeah, he's mm-hmm. a very nice. He seems like a very nice guy. And Eric, I think what you need to go and do is look up old SNL cast members. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's where your treasure troves really going to be. Victoria for Poop Jackson, Plus. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, she'll, she'll she'll go to Poop Plus. Don't worry about <laughs> Joe it. Joe Poops Capo. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> He'll do it. Look, you just, the the real, I feel like, pipeline here is like the real cameo washouts, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of those fuckers. It's like, oh, you know, you're getting uh, fewer and fewer requests for like birthday greetings. We'll come take a shit on Poop Plus. <laughs> yeah. Non-Will Sasso or Phil Lamar Mad TV cast yeah. members. Definitely. Is what we're looking at here. Well, Will Sasso, I don't know. Phil Lamar, yeah. he's got his voice acting career, so that dude's good. Will but. Sasso shows up in like every sitcom that's ever been made. Like I guess so. Every like a pilot. I think there's like mm-hmm. seven pilots now featuring him. He's in like he's had he's undergoing some type of WandaVision esque plot of his own, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, so Will Sasso's dealing with grief. Wow. Mm, sad. Oh, uh I so yeah, he winds up. Uh, getting uh, served because it was 2010 and Kate Mara had to be in it. It'll yep. Kate Mara, a, a Kate Mara cameo. Well, you guys huh? are skipping over Olivia Munns in this movie. Oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. H. Christ. <laughs> you believe yep, that? Exactly right, dude. Fucking army of the forgettables here. My God. <laughs> well, she does let you in on something that bewildered me. Oh, it's- shit. When she's like, we're going to the expo, which is going on all year long. I guess yeah. that's what those that's what those world fairs did, Cabin. They fucking rolled into a town and they stayed there for like an entire well, year. Okay, back in the day, that makes sense. Comic Con for an entire <laughs> year is oh. hell on earth. Yeah, wow, you're totally right. I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, there'd be a fucking terrorist attack on the compound. <laughs> no, yeah, there'd be death. There'd be oh god, you don't even want to know the terrors. Yeah, I don't know if you need a whole year of this, especially because Jesus Christ, how much of it are weapons presentations? Yes, um, uh, yes, uh, day two hundred ninety four of Comic Con New York, and uh, the news on the ground is grim. They've eaten John Byrne. John Byrne has been eaten. 
oh god, man, I got the latest report out of the Stark Expo. Ah, oh, these are these are Americans. They shouldn't have let this go this long. Oh man. Oh, wait, now they're eating people. Oh man. I would love to dismantle the filibuster to stop Comic Con from killing all of these people, but you know, Joe Manchin's got got to speak for West Virginia. He's just got to do it. He just got to do it for West Virginia. Oh, his daughter. Oh, come on, man. What were you thinking, Joe? Bipartisan support for Comic Con year round. God, idiot. And, and listen, listen, people. I get. I, I get it. You know. I I I read some Beetle Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> What's Blondie up to this week? <laughs> look at that! Oh, look, look at that Dagwood sandwich. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I oh yeah, hey man, I, I read comic books growing up. Is uh, <laughs> uh, Flash has still got a salad bowl on his head? Is that it? That's <laughs> how that works. Love that guy. It's such it's such a great design too, right, man? Because like, he's he's covering his head, he's protecting his melon, but he also get a little lunch in there. Yeah, he's fencing with whisks. <laughs> oh, but whatever. Yeah, so, yeah this expo's a bad idea. But so Kate Mun, uh, Kate Mara, Kate Mun. That's the merging of Kate Mara right. and Olivia Mun. Yeah, Kate Mun. No, uh, Kate Mara. Right. Uh, <laughs> Kate Mara uh, serves him with a, a subpoena, and it's like you know, Morris Tony Stark cat, uh, do- you know, dogging around on chicks. Did you, uh, Steve? Did you see uh, what she? So she's got like the the paper uh-huh. right to to serve Tony Stark to appear, uh, you know, in front of a, this Senate committee or whatever. Did you see what was under that subpoena paper, though? No. It was season tickets to the Giants as a thank you for letting her be in that movie. <laughs> She's like, Grandpa sent some season tickets for you, RDJ. Listen. I'm acting. That's rude. She worked just as hard to get where she was. She had many sleepless mm-hmm. nights. That's How right. am I going to keep my Tribeca apartment with uh, six bedrooms <laughs> while I'm auditioning? Uh, uh, it's uh, very uh, difficult. Uh, uh, Steve, a Tribeca apartments. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the end of that she's, one. she's one of them fuckers that buys like two next to each other and knocks the wall. Down. <laughs> I mean, I, I, aside from uh, where she comes from, I actually think she's a pretty good actress. I, I like she her. Is. Stuff. I yeah, just, she I is. Just, no, I just, no, I love ragging on that I, fucking family, dude. But they're yeah. arist- literally an aristocracy. So you're, yeah. you're, you're, yep. you're good to go there. Well, I think yeah. almost every single, we're getting to a point with the saturation and they, they'll trick you. They'll, they'll, they'll hide this stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. I, almost uh-huh. every actor, every writer, every person involved in entertainment other than podcasting, I believe is an actual aristocrat. They just wear blue jeans so no one can figure it out. <laughs> is this what all those papers that are blocking my way into your uh, living room are, Eric? Yeah, that's right. Well, I keep they're on, all I, involved with this? I keep on wondering why you're there to begin with, but yes. <laughs> I check in on you. I have to check in on you. Dude, by the way, uh, speaking of fucking people who are in this for one shot, Stan the Man portraying Larry King this time. So this I is interesting. It. Both of these Iron Movie cameo, Iron Man movie cameos now are him being made to look like other people he already kind of looked like. Yeah, other, yeah. other old Fascinating people. decision. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's he's Hugh Hefner in the first one. And right. this he's got the fucking suspenders. He calls him Larry King or Mr. King or something. Like, it's so silly. And yeah, I, I, I know who that is. You, you, you can stop this. 
Well, it's yeah. it's it's great because Favreau is like, you know who should be seen and not heard? Stanley. Because he doesn't have dialogue <laughs> in either of these. Yeah. As totally opposed right. to like later these things. It's like, and then Stanley goes to the bank and complains about the quarters. That'll be a scene. And then, you know, Spider-Man. Hey, Dr. Will- Richards, when you're going to get the mail in your building today, be sure you notice the parcel key that's been left in your box. Because you gotta open the bigger box underneath because the postman delivered a package too. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that piece of shit Kirby did nothing. (laughs) Are we done? I mean, like, because I know that he had like a bunch of, I mean, I I think with the episode. Oh, no, no. We've got uh, two hours left. Um, (laughs) I know that he, you know, he's dead, obviously, and long dead, you know, RIP. RIP. But are we done with uh, actual uh, Lee cameos? I want to see, I want to say the sand finally ran out of the hourglass. Got it. I think that's done. No Tarkin town for him. Ooh, dude, if we're just kind of doing that, but actually, you know what? Maybe on, I wouldn't be opposed to that because then it goes back to no dialogue. Mm -hmm. That's true. But you know, maybe it's like on security camp footage or something like, well, like, you know what I mean? Not security camp, but like, here's an idea on TV in the background. So this is what you could do, dude. Right. Cause like, Knoxville was like, look, I'm getting too old with these jackass stunts, right? So this fourth jackass movie is going to be his last. You just do let him do that, the, get the Grampy makeup on, but just sure. dress him up like Stan Lee. Yes. Yeah. And then he's, and then you can get him to do like maybe some minor stunts, like he falls off a bar stool or something. I would love like, to see Stan Lee, quote unquote, get hit in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, you know, it's just like maybe right before he died, they called him up, like, all right, Stan. We're just going to knock out a hundred of these. You just need to start reading off comic book character names. <laughs> I wouldn't yep. be surprised if they did that. that I would- get him to say, oh, wow, once. <laughs> and then he just said a dozen or so more comic book character names. Oh, wow. It's if- the Black Knight. Oh, wow. It's the Swordsman. <laughs> oh, wow. It's Captain Britain. Oh, wow. It's Cable. Oh, wow. It's the Night Thrasher. Oh, wow. It's Puck from Alpha Flight. Oh, hey, wow. Steve. It's the Steve. Unabomber. Steve, yeah, Steve, how many of these were just t-shirts in your room? <laughs> keep on going, Steve. Can you keep up? Do you have more? Uh, oh, wow. It's the Sasquatch, also from Alpha Flight. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. It's Wonder Man. Hey, Alpha Flight's them like Canadian fuckers that rap yes. with Captain America. Absolutely. Or uh, Captain Marvel, rather. Yes. Those, those characters are pretty cool. I like that team. Um, yeah. I'm, so- I, I would really love it if they... In, Bring him back this way. Spider-Verse 2 is coming out. Mm-hmm. You put yep. him in there with that, and you just like clip together old sound bites of his old cameos. <laughs> Hi, Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're going to serve today, today. Can I interest you in Coca-Cola? <laughs> Bye, Coca-Cola. Bye, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Bye, Coca-Cola. Oh, no, it's broken. It's broken. Stop it. Here's your mailbox. Uh, we're not near a mailbox. Here's your mail. <laughs> Stamps.com. 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 Yeah, WHM promo code. Uh, <laughs> I do think um, I like Gary Shandling in this movie. Oh, dude. he's he, it, Listen, he is literally the best part of this movie, mm-hmm. hands down. Which Without is a problem a in a superhero down. movie. It, is, it absolutely is. A hundred million dollar blockbuster. Gary Shedley should not be the best part, I'm, but I, he kind of is. He kind of is. I, I also, I like Rockwell, but I feel like it, this they're just not giving him anything here. Yeah, no. that's what's, dude, watching, it's very frustrating for me to watch this movie in some parts because like, 
One of the th- a big pet peeve of mine watching Sam Rockwell waste his time. Mm-hmm. Sure, because <laughs> that dude, that dude is aces, man, and he is in neutral. The only time he gets to do anything with any kind of flair at all is when he comes out at the expo to do his own little presentation, and he's dancing and kind of doing like a Chuck Barris impersonation yes. here, you know. And I was really digging that, but otherwise, he's just so restrained. He, I don't, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I actually think Rourke is great in this. He is. He, uh, I really think he really does something with the role that is r- not written at all. No, I mean, there's nothing on the page for him or Rockwell, and they do sort of steal the movie, but neither of them are given enough. The scenes with them together are not good, is, no, pro- no, is, okay. is the problem. Because yep. yeah. uh, it's just oil and water or whatever. There are two things that don't mix, I guess. Is that, that, that that's yeah, what I that's think Oil that and water is correct. I see true. <laughs> Science not my forte. I'm not a hey, I'm no Howard Stark. Um, <laughs> but, uh so like but the, and you know it, it, the, the weird thing about this movie is, you know, so uh Gary Shandling is the guy uh and the politics of this movie are interest not interesting at all, but like we're we're further away from 9/11 uh yeah. stuff that's going on in that first movie that 2000, you know, 07 so you've got more like sort of distrust of the U.S. government and that kind of stuff, but it never goes anywhere. Like the, the, there, there keeps being this thing of like, it would be bad if the U.S. government had an Iron Man. And the answer is, the question is why? And they never answer, well, answer that question You at need all. to see that. And that's what, because yes. you were telling me this, Steve, I was getting, you know, we were all on the, the group chat getting uh, some more comic history education here. But like, so you were saying that Mickey Rourke's character, uh, Ivan Vanko, who is like, Credited, I think, only in the credits as a character called Whiplash. But you're saying he's a composite of Whiplash and then another character, which was the red what? Uh, the Crimson Dynamo, which is basically Dynamo. Russian Iron Man. Like a lot of his... And I mean, that's the weird thing, too, is the Russian stuff in this movie is, could be interesting, too, but we don't do that. And you... Maybe at some point in the script, it must have been, because why would you have Black Widow and a Russian whiplash yep. in the yeah. movie unless totally right. Russia matters, but then yep. we just, we, ba- we back away from because it. Because you could play it as like Rourke would be like the contemporary version of like, you know, Nazi scientists that were like, you know, defecting to the US to work on science projects, right? And like, so Rourke could do that from Russia and like he's working with the U.S. government, he's in an Iron Man suit, and then that answers your question yes. of what happens if the U.S. government has an Iron Man suit. And like he's in that like mini Ironmonger suit at the end of this movie for two yeah. seconds. He breaks wind and then is defeated. <laughs> it's such a waste of time. And politically, it does feel like a step back because that first movie did feel like defense contractors are evil, like the military industrial complex is bad. And even in this hearing, Robert Downey Jr. is kind of arguing against his own points from previously. Like, look at what other countries are doing, like North Korea, et cetera, are trying to build Iron Men. So actually, weapons manufacturing is good again. Forget the first movie. <laughs> yes. But now it's just me, a private well, man, having every gun. This works against so much because, like, I actually think this starts on a good note for him because, like, all this disillusionment that he goes through in this movie, and it, it kind of comes from, like, he is the, you know, he's the bearer of all, you know, the mil- military-industrial complex. Everything that came with it, he has to deal with. And he has to deal with his dad, who he thinks is a piece of shit. But, <laughs> and, and he has to deal with now, there's this idea that maybe this Russian guy who was working with them was actually the guy who did it all. So not only were you the son, uh, the bearer and the fucking financial gainer of all of this terrible shit, 
it was all stolen too. Yep. Mm-hmm. But when you could do all that and actually follow through on it, because that is actually the history of American <laughs> military and all mm-hmm. that shit. Instead, you say, no, no, no. Daddy was a good boy. Daddy <laughs> yeah. was a very, very good yes, boy. No, and yep. that, that fucking, that Russian pig des- deserved to be shot. <laughs> well, that's, you're totally right. Because th- what you find out later in the movie is what happened is Ivan Van, like Ivan Vanko, uh, the dad and uh, Howard Stark built the arc ra- reactor together yes. and um, blah, blah, blah. Ivan Vanko decided to try and sell it or something. And mm-hmm. Howard Stark had him deported. Like, Dude, it's <laughs> incredible. It's incredible. Here's the situation. Here's Howard Stark, fucking billionaire dude already, right? Or like, you know, it was the, it was the whatever, the 50s yeah. and the 60s. So like, maybe he's just a millionaire, even still. Over, you know, multiple times over a millionaire. Here's this fucking Russian immigrant that's like, hey, man, you'll be cool if we use uh, this invention that we had here, the arc reactor. And um, I don't know, maybe make a little scratch off it. And this piece of shit mustachioed motherfucker is like, you know what? Deported. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> fucking and God like, damn. And then he spends the rest of his life in a gulag of some kind. I think that they even say that. And it's like, dude, yeah, I think I'm on Mickey Rourke's side here, man. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. The amount of exploitation that to be not, a, not only just a Howard Stark or Tony Stark that you have to inflict upon the entire population of the world, just to be regular rich is like you live off of exploitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we have a lot of like silly scenes about like, look how bad the Korean Iron Man is, and the dude, yeah, the, the North Korean Iron oh, Man, man failing is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it was giving me like um, Robocop 2 yes. vibes. Ooh, big time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the testing out of the Robocops that are failing. My favorite one is the one that rips its own head off and screams <laughs> and dies. <laughs> I think that's a franchise highlight for me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, I love how, like, heated this thing gets. And at the end of it, Gary Shedling tells him to go fuck himself. And it yeah, gets bleeped. Fuck you. Oh, yes. Fuck you, Mr. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And also, I mean, I, I, we allude to this on the... Or I, 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 I flat out think that who I... And I love him and everything else. Don Cheadle is pretty sl- sleepwalking in this movie. And oh, I yeah. just... He's got yeah. no feel for this character. He doesn't pop off the screen. He just is sort of there. I think he he gets better as these movies go on. Mm-hmm. But right here, it's interesting because like, and I don't know what the deal was because like Cheadle doesn't do things half-assed. And so like, I don't know if he just had beef with like the production or what, but he really does feel like he doesn't want to be there versus Terrence Howard who comes into that first movie fucking going on all cylinders. He's yes. excited. He knows what's going on. The character actually has some definition to it. And here he's just like, whoa, hey, Tony, don't do that. There's some friction between Howard and and Downey in the first one. This yeah. is just like cheerleading. It is. Like, even when you are like brought in to be like the, the, the person who keeps him in check, you're still cheerleading him. It's incredible. Yeah, it's like, well, Tony wouldn't do anything wrong. It's like, well, I don't no. know. Maybe he does, you know? No, no, he's the best. He's the best boy. <laughs> I mean, he is at least kind of like, it's weird, right? Because he's sort of testifying against him right here. But then at the same time, like Gary Shandling makes him read a quote from a report out of context. And like, you know, so, and he tries to fight that at least. So you're right. Like he is like, now, wait a second. You're about to make me say something mean about my friend, but it doesn't, you know, I, I didn't mean it the way it's about to come off out of context. Like he tries to preface it with like, he's my buddy. 
<laughs> and like, yeah, I just, I feel like Cheadle is just sort of very like non in this. I mean, he's in the movie, but he's just kind of like, all right, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, there's, we have too much to focus on. Like if we just focused on his character and built up the whole war machine thing and st- I, I, I think it would work better if there was one villain and then maybe we were building up Don Cheadle's character a bit. Yeah. Get rid of this fucking Justin Hammer storyline. It yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. You do it better in the third one anyway. And it's yeah. also, I mean, the first movie, which we do like, by the way, check out the We Love movies on Patreon. We're not all, you know, we don't only fling shit. Um, <laughs> but in that movie, the bad guy was a fucking, you know, military industrial complex defense contractor executive yep. type. And now I don't need another one in the next yep. movie. That's exactly. exactly right. And I mean, you give, you get Bridges, who's a fucking powerhouse in that movie, and you give him some rope to fucking do some stuff with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. As opposed to this, like, you're, nobody has enough room. And I mean, look, the movie's only two hours, thank God. Yeah. But I mean, it, what they're setting up and what they're doing, it should almost be three. You know what I mean? Like, like, yes. No, that's exactly well, right. And, and that's what's weird is like, you know, Rourke who should just be the villain of this movie, right? And he yes. should he should get to menacing with Tony Stark without the aid of anybody else, right? Because, like, the, the thing that... You, the first scene with him after the dad dies, like, he successfully just builds the mini-arc reactor in his fucking <laughs> little apartment yeah. in Moscow. It's you like, know what I mean? It's so like, like, yeah, it's like a Forged in Fire episode. <laughs> it <laughs> is. I mean, it's, it's, it's essentially what fucking Tony Stark does in the first movie. It's just a Russian apartment cave. Okay, so blacksmith. Uh, okay, blacksmith said, your home forge, you'll have one month to complete an Iron Man suit. <laughs> oh, man. Sheen in the, they, as seen in the popular movie Iron Man from 2007. Have they have they touched on this movie at all, Steve? Is there Iron Man shit in that? No, show? no, no, no. The, 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 okay. I mean, like, the only time that it was the fucking saddest thing I've ever seen was when that Robin Hood movie was coming out, and which oh, is, no. the Jamie Fox one. Oof! And it was like Jamie Fox, like the the challenge was some sort of Robin Hood sword. It was like a video of Jamie Fox being like, "I can't wait for you guys to a see this movie and b." <laughs> Do make the sword? Yeah, okay, cool. I, Dude, I, did the video start with Jamie Foxx going, what is this for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pull, pulling on a vape. And just- <laughs> I'm a sucker for Robin Hood, and that movie was probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. See, that's how you know it's a bad Robin Hood movie, dude. If you even don't have good things to say about yeah, it, look I, out. I'm a Prince of Thieves defender, for Christ's sakes. I mean, Eric, I do want to say you 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 saying that the last uh, villain was a military uh, contractor. Uh, so is mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell in this one. He's yeah. like an officer. It's funny how like what was Obama doing? He was reaching across the aisle. He was trying to get some people on the right side to work with us. What do we do? We do that in the movie too. We reach to the fascistic 80s movies where the Russians are always the villains <laughs> and we bring that over and we have both the villains in the same movie so that That's we're both, both. We're doing both. But it's because, good. and here's the thing though, at least like if it was just uh, 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 Mickey Rourke and Sam Rockwell doing their thing, fucking Banco and Hammer, that it would, it would be, cra- the field would be crowded already, but like you could work it out but then, like, they don't even have a fucking prayer because the movie keeps stopping for all this fucking uh, stuff to set up the Avengers initiative. Yes, exactly. And the thi- like, uh. so it's like nobody, nobody in this movie had a fighting chance. I like it's just Ro- scenes. Rockwell's hammer, like, it's it's a financial stake for him. And then Mickey Work is about his fucking dad. 
Yeah. Like, I would, would almost <laughs> rather it be one of those cliche kind of 80s movies where it's like, yes, and then I bring back Soviet Union. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's nice. Big stakes. Like he goes, he fucking assassinates Putin or some shit. <laughs> oh, that like, would be right. I'm taking over Russia. Big global powerhouse once again. We shall, I could see it. I will bring back. Iron Curtain, right? Right? <laughs> Everyone stands and applauds. <laughs> Woo! He said the thing! See, well, oh, yeah. that, there you go. That's actually something like a government erecting a type of, I, I mean, it wasn't literally an Iron Curtain, but if it was something that could actually like <laughs> repel Iron Man, like he can't fly past Belarus anymore. Well, <laughs> so- some of that would actually like make me feel something like watching Putin get like a, a, a electro whipped in half <laughs> while he's eating his beet soup or whatever. Like oh, yeah. that, that would make me very happy. I feel like I would actually like be invested in a movie that showed that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not, not here though. No, Brent, not, not unfortunately. this stuff. Uh, we do see, we do see Mickey Rourke designing these whips, these fucking electric mm-hmm. whips that he's got. Like, I'm sorry. These are dumb. Well, that's the first of all, he would cut. You would cut yourself in half. You'd decapitate yourself with these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, is he a whip expert to begin with? B, how did he get that way? And C, <laughs> like, if not, like you are, you, this is the most dangerous thing you could ever invent. Also, I never like when, the, when Iron Man is fighting him, I'm like, just fly, go away from him. You don't <laughs> yes. have to be yep. close. You could nuke him from orbit. It makes no fucking sense. That when we get to the Monaco sequence, he tries to go for hand-to-hand combat here. Most, most of the moves he's making make him look like he was like the 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 uh, like goalie for the uh, Olympic uh, uh, jump rope competition. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like he's just doing like route like when he's doing the whip. Uh, there he's whipping them both at the same time. It literally looks like he's jumping rope. Yeah, it does. It's dumb. <laughs> uh, there's a crazy thing. Do you guys notice this line? Um, uh, eventually, you know, we we do so much of this movie is actually like the downtime of Tony Stark. So there's a lot of him like around the house and shit. So of course, Pepper Potts returns, and I have to say, I did not have kind words for Gwyneth Paltrow uh, and her performance in in Iron Man. I I will admit that this time around, watching Iron Man two, I I think she she's pulling it off here. I was believing what's going on. I feel at least she had like a little bit better handle on the character in this yeah. one. Um, but I do look, there's a, a crazy, crazy now, like in 2021 watching this throwaway thing where <laughs> the beginning of the movie, she's got a cold and yeah. Stark oh, is yeah. like, put a, why don't you put a mask on with that cold? And she scoffs at him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, nowadays, how about you fucking put that mask <laughs> on Pepper Potts? Speaking of the downtime of Tony Stark, did you notice this line from Jarvis? That uh, when he comes back from testifying before Congress, uh, Jarvis says, it was refreshing to see you in a video that you had your clothes on in. Dude, what is that? It's fucking that, sex tape? Exactly. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about it on the on the, the WLM episode on Iron Man. This dude is a sex criminal. He's got sex tapes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything is fucking bugged. It's insane. I will get to it a little bit later, but there's something something that I realized in this movie about uh, Tony's sexual proclivities. But yes, it is so weird that this sentient thing is just watching you fuck all the time, dude. It's really <laughs> weird. It's really weird. Also, dating this movie in a really kind of shitty way. Uh, he's like running around the house. Him and Pepper have their banter and whatnot. 
He fucking reveals this Iron Man poster that's definitely like a reference to Shepard Fairey's Obama oh, poster. Yeah. Dude, come on. You can't be putting those things in movies. Well, it's, one, it's one thing because he's like, you know, he's like, oh, wow, what a great thing. And then like the movie kind of stops dead because he's just like, uh, let me put it up here. Let's 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 see where I could put this thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yep. This is also yep. around when we get that he's donating all of his modern art collection to the Boy Scouts of America because they get just as much ass as I do. Is that what it says? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the troop masters, right? I, I think you wrote that down wrong, Eric. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but we can go back me, to the tape. as Tony Stark. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, it's funny, though. Thank you for mentioning the modern art thing because the thing that I didn't bring up uh, about Iron Man on the WLM episode is that there's a throwaway piece in there where Pepper is telling him about how she's been negotiating to get a Jackson Pollock. And he's like, well, what do you think? And she's like, well, you know, I think it's, uh, or first of all, he's like, oh, his spring period. And she's like, no, it was the Springs out on Long Island. That's where they were living. You don't know anything, whatever. And he's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. But I want to buy it. And she goes like, oh, well, it's way overpriced. And he goes, I don't care. I need it buy it and put it in storage. And it just reminded me of like the insane art world thing of like fucking, uh, and it's, it's amazing. There was a piece in the times about this the other day too, like like billionaires and even like down to like, you know, fucking like rich ass drug dealers and shit that need to like launder money, just buy classic art so they can get the money off their hands and then just put these things away and nobody ever sees them. And I think it's so fucking disgusting. <laughs> that's what, but that's exactly what uh, uh, Tony Stark would do. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yep, he, it, yep, exactly. Dude, he bought a Jackson Pollock and he told her to put it in storage. Oh yeah, he would have one of those tenant places. Like he'd, he'd be uh, <laughs> storing it away in the airport. Uh, weird yep. fucking sub-dimensional fucking transfix, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Yeah, under, <laughs> under the Denver airport. Yes, that one. That's exactly. right, dude. Just all you got to do is look at the carpeting of that airport. It tells the whole story. <laughs> yes, I do. The Monaco sequence is cool, but it also like makes you want this movie to globe trot a little bit more because like yeah. we just kind of take a, a quick trip to Monaco and we're back. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a great point, Steve. Because it's it's kind of funny because my and I think some other you guys, Eric. I don't think you saw this, but the second Tom Holland Spider Man movie, like my beef with it is like. <laughs> I think Spider-Man is a New York City superhero yes. and that's the way it needs to stay. But Iron Man can go global in a way that Spider-Man shouldn't have to. And so like, yeah, it's like, oh, cool. We're in Monaco. This is great. The first movie, like he's in the Mideast for a little bit and whatnot. Like, yeah, let's take this shit all over the place. And like, nah, you're there for a scene and we come back home. And the scene is pretty dumb too, right? Like the whole, like he's, I guess this feeds into his playboy type of lifestyle where he's like, oh, I'm going to race a car now. Like he's, he owns a racing team. And then it's like, well, because I'm the billionaire owner, I'm just going to decide at the last second fucking minutes from the checkered flag being waved. Now I'm just going to drive the car now. I love the driver being so pissed off about it, like screaming in Italian. It's great. We're bearing the lead, though. Like, the reason is, like, he keeps on fighting. He's he's increasingly finding out he's he's dying because of the palladium 
yes. uh, in his heart. And like, it's just him like either denying death or literally being like, well, I'm going to die soon anyway. Might as well crash a car that's at, at farm, yeah. in Formula One. You well, know? He was, you know, he always had a fondness for number three, dude. So he wanted to yeah. go another place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you I, know, the, uh, no, go ahead, Steve. Well, no, I mean, I just, but the weird part about this death drive thing is that it kind of, A, it should just be alcoholism because you're, you know, pussyfooting around with it. B, it's because you're not, uh, but if not doing that, you just have this weird death drive thing, which actually just sort of reverts him back into the character he was in the first movie. He like regresses yep. and it's like, mm-hmm. that's kind of not how characters should work, I think. Definitely not. And it's like, you know, I get it. It's a sequel and whatever, but like the character should not have to come to like the same realizations a second time. Yes. And the funny thing is, they regress this character and the progress that he makes in this movie kind of doesn't have anything to do with the progress he made in the first movie. So like it undoes part of what, you know, part of him. And then like he achieves something, but like a totally different part of himself. Yes. It's kind of weird in that way. Also the jaw dropping cameo in this Uh, movie. I had no memory. Oh yeah. It's Uh. bad. Dude, he's walking through the clubhouse or whatever. Uh, you know, at Monaco, and there is fucking Elon, host of SNL Musk himself. <laughs> you know, Elon Musk, you know, you may know him from SNL. Yeah. Hi, sh- hi, sh- how are you all doing? Hello, Tony, you're a pedophile. You made fun of me. Uh, you pedophile. Justin Hammer, also pedophile. <laughs> this is me on the internet. Uh-huh. I told Justin Hammer I was going to name my firstborn child XJ1347-B and he called me an idiot but guess what? He's a pedophile. <laughs> I'm dressed up like a, I guess I dress up like Nintendo character now. I kill people on moon soon. You pedophile. <laughs> well, That's the a- thing. It's, it's just money, folks. All these people are fucking stupid. They just have so much money they throw at every little fucking thing that sometimes it works out a little bit. Listen, dude, he's a genius because his dad fucking owned a diamond mine. Okay, that's how that works. Uh, my dad did not figure out that. <laughs> so, so I'm, I think I'm they shit. Were, I think it was emeralds, actually. Oh, even worse. Yeah, my yeah. South African dad had nothing to do with this. <laughs> I, I. So what's the thing? It's like, oh, hey, Elon, we'll work together on that project. Wink. Stop yep, movie dead. Kind of a pretty thing. much. Pretty much what's going on. And in 2010, huh. I mean... I feel like they cut was, his mic, too, because well, he's just well, like... Yeah. He, was <laughs> known, <laughs> he was known for PayPal at the time, right? Like, Oh, right. Oh, Wait, yeah. did Elon Musk start PayPal? I think he was involved in it, yeah. Is that right? Uh, I mean, I think we had some, like, early-grade Teslas floating around at well, this point, though, in 2010. P- Peter Thiel was definitely part of PayPal. Maybe he was the other side of it. That sounds right. I wish... I'm, I'm going to look it up. Okay. I kind of, what a, yes, what a horrible world. In 1999, <laughs> Musk co-founded X.com, an online financial services and email company. You see, look, now, folks, we're like one of those shows that you love that just reads Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. We can't do that. This no, we cannot research. do that. I this refuse. Research. I'm doing my research, guys. People love this. People love research. It's sort of, sort of like training in the movies. Yes. So, indeed. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it eventually became PayPal. Oh, interesting. I wish there was a Zuckerberg. Get a Zuck Dogs cameo in this one, dude. Oh, Dead on. You gotta do it. to make an Iron Man suit for me. Can you make it, boss? <laughs> it was just him going to Pepper. Jesus, is that his haircut? <laughs> Jesus. 
Does he always talk like that, or is that like an infection in the nasal <laughs> cavity or the back of the throat? I, I sometimes I, I, I talk like. Oh, we did. Uh, we skipped over the introduction of Black Widow, and it's a it's a whatever scene like uh, Tony's boxing with Happy, and like a lot more John Favreau in this movie, which I'm like okay, and I like well, John, you know I like what, John dude, Favreau. Listen. Listen, dude, fucking count your blessings that he's in it as much as he is in Iron Man 2. Because once you get to that far from home, or Ooh, yeah. the first one, Homecoming, also, I mean, like, he's like third build in that movie. It's crazy. Like, he's saving people in that far from home movie. Like, get him out yep. of my film. But yeah. um, <laughs> it's and Black Widow shows up, and like, everyone, you know, the camera's just like, bah, 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 and. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is the weird what I noticed this time around it's it's kind of present in the first one but it's definitely present in this one Tony uh-huh. and Pepper have like weird swinger energy in this movie definitely because she's yep. she's like hands off and he's like I want one and you know they're just like yeah she's definitely been watching him have sex with some of these ladies definitely you know what I mean like they go to hey a, Tony I brought a friend uh-huh. they, they are a terror at the Ramada in bar you know what I mean like <laughs> That's the it's the weird couple. It's three a.m. and you're like, dude, steer the fuck clear from that well, bar. Uh, maybe. <laughs> hey, Pepper, Tony wants play. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Fucking Robert Downey Jr. and uh, oh Paltrow. yeah, oh for sure, that's mean, true. Come on, yeah. Sorry, I think, Steve, I, I stepped all over you. That's there. fine. I just you know here uh, there is a uh, cosmopolitan from the couple at the end of the bar. <laughs> We like your energy. <laughs> you know, honestly, yeah, we would all like we would all fuck both of them. Oh, for we'd, sure. We'd get into of that course. sandwich. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'd, oh, sure. yeah. we'd crawl into bed, get tucked in. I'll be the fucking the mustard in that sandwich. <laughs> whatever you need me to be. Pickles, whatever. Look, Fucking just go ape shit on me. I'll, I'll I'll be honest. I'll just come clean. I prefer him with the gap. In his, yeah. in his oh, yeah, the, the so, old, uh, old school. I, I would prefer that that version, oh. but yes, of course, yes. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I mean, like, just there's this weird, like, in the first one with her and Leslie Bibbs, like, let let's take the trash out. It's all part of the game. It's like the, yep. there's like a big weird time. phantom threadiness to it as well, which that's is true. weird. Totally, all all you're missing is the big breakfast, dude. You are absolutely <laughs> correct. Well, also, it doesn't <laughs> help that uh, uh, I Scarlett Johansson's awful in this. Mm-hmm. I thought. I honestly like she does the stunts very well. Like she's good in the uh, in the action scenes, but like she seems really vacant in all the dramatic scenes. Like she, completely I, I not there. To be, to be fair, there's nothing on the page for her though. Like, and when when she has her do an Avengers, she's quite good in that movie. You know what I mean? And she's quite good in yeah. some of those later Avengers movies. Yeah, this movie is very weird with the character. She's undercover at Stark Industries as like Natalie Rushman, and like there's a scene of where like. He's looking up her like her history, like Google or whatever, and finding out her resume and finding out that she modeled in Tokyo. Let's look at these lingerie photos, folks at home. Mm -hmm. That's really unnecessary. Well, she's really unnecessary. But I guess is that to make her more ingratiated within Stark Industries since it's it's a fucking nightmare factory. Sexism wise, well, no, probably. But I thought it was a I thought it was a a sly. 
Lost in translation reference. It could be oh. that, but it's more about ingratiating a, a teenage boys into the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. She kind of uh, spoke out, I think, uh, during doing publicity for Black Widow, saying that yeah, this movie doesn't hold up, and I don't, you know, a lot of the car- a lot of the stuff really kind of yeah. Oh, she literally brought up Iron Man two. Specifically. Yeah, she was like, yeah, that, that my first introduction, like some of that stuff, you know, like it was fine at the time, but I definitely wouldn't want that in the movie now, kind of a thing. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's so much so, I mean, and the character and the tide has changed so much that, like, really, when that came up, because I have not watched this, and I couldn't even tell you, and I was like, holy shit, like, I couldn't believe it was in this movie, because this, these movies, I mean, you know, we talk endlessly about how, like, sexless they are and everything, but, like, they don't even have pictures that look nice <laughs> in movies, in these movies. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it was just stunning. It was one of those things where I was like, did Tyler Durden fucking snip in some uh, <laughs> some scenes from something else? Like, Jesus Christ. We're, we're not that lucky. Uh, I, I do find it funny that this is the movie where uh, Leslie Bibb and Sam Rockwell got together. Yes. That Chelsea was wondering that last night, and I could not confirm. I, I, I think they're, like, they're quite adorable. I, I, yeah, I think, and I think they're good in the scenes they have in this. Like, and I'm ninety percent sure this was when they got together. Well, dude, and this the when her character comes back here, and this and it's the same clubhouse scene where Elon Musk. You're right, Steve. I think they definitely just turned that mic down, <laughs> and like RDJ just keeps walking. Uh-huh. But there's all this shit about like she did a spread in Vanity Fair, and they keep joking about spread, Ugh. spread, spread, and then like. As Hammer says something about he wants to, you know, present at the Stark Expo and he needs to get a slot there. And, the, and he just goes, Hammer needs a slot, Christine. <laughs> That's a filthy joke to have in a Marvel movie. I couldn't believe and it. And then Pepper goes up to Leslie Bibb and goes, I'm wearing your underwear. <laughs> We're fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I threw it out. But that was a delicious lie. <laughs> no, I, no, you're missing it. She'd be like, oh, hi. So nice. Would you want to do another play appointment perhaps in the summer? <laughs> oh, we were definitely. thinking about oh, doing a country weekend. <laughs> play appointments? Is that a technical term? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dude, I, you know, here's another legitimate laugh in this movie. Is like, so the race is going on. And we, we've seen in a, a two-second scene, it doesn't matter, but Mickey Rourke has acquired uh, plane tickets and a passport to, to get himself to Monaco. Here he is in disguise as like an EMT just walking around like, do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. Yep. It's kind yeah. of, gr- I mean, you would stop that dude and be like, um, excuse me? <laughs> Yep, exactly. You're not part of this, this emergency crew, uh, sir. But then he gets in the whiplash outfit, which is like, it's, First of all, it's shirtless. And again, you would cut yourself in half with these electric whips because he's I cutting don't cars in half. Well, he's cutting cars in half, but I don't understand how the... Because the thing is, the reason it's shirtless, Steve, is because the shirt burns off of his body. Oh, okay. But And it's kind of a cool graphic, but at the same time, I'm like, how is that heat not going the other way also? <laughs> yes, exactly. The shirt turns to ashes in <laughs> oh, the wind. Oh, I think you have to assume he's he's like an immortal of some sort. He or also, a pain pig. He could just be a Russian pain pig. <laughs> I think that's the answer. But you would think that. But like the guy gets run over like three times when he's introduced. Dude. And like, know. and he's fine. Like he's just completely You're okay. Right. He, he just walks away from everything because I guess this is a dumb comic book movie. But what I love about that sequence when they, you know, he eventually, you know, cuts Tony's car in half and they have that 
he's like running away from him. And then there's the whole like Happy's got the the nuclear football that is the Iron Man suit. <laughs> totally. And then he's just run, Happy keeps hitting him, hitting Mickey Rourke <laughs> with the car against this wall. And I think it's my yeah. favorite action set piece of the film. Just, dude, he's pulling a real part. fucking. Yeah. He's pulling a real Dom Toretto right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Mr. Vanko. You uh, you'll never walk again. Um, happy <laughs> you've been paralyzed by a man named happy hogan <laughs> that's that's I, what makes it so much worse i <laughs> i killed this happy hogan <laughs> oh dude yes it is him like trying in a wheelchair trying to murder john favreau for two yeah. hours dude he gets the wheelchair from silver bullet mm-hmm. fucking do it him yeah, what's him having motivation against someone that actually wronged him and not his dad my dad <laughs> what, what is it so wait isn't marvel no. doing those what if shows can't we get one of those yeah like it's a, he, he like <laughs> carves a frown into his mouth it's like not so hippie hippie i like this i like let this. me tell you something right cabin you just inspired a great idea like you know let us write the adult what if <laughs> Sure. Because you know, you know the what if that's going to happen is just going to be kid shit. But like, I think we could fucking turn that idea oh, on its head. Uh, here's the thing: Kate Mara's cousin wants to do it. So. <laughs> well, well, he'll direct, of course. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm just asking for yeah. You know what? You're right. I want an eight minute webs webisode, and I will fucking knock your socks off, my friend. Give me eight minutes. Absolutely. Uh, we did say, you know, speaking on, on Iron Man 1, that, like, the, the shot of uh, when Iron Man, like, shoots the little rocket into the tank and then walks away and it blows up and it's very badass. You don't get that anymore. Similarly, you don't really get these anymore either. But, like, Rourke, I love this effect of, like, all the cars crashing around him and he's, like, blowing up all this shit. And, again, walking away from it. And it's, like, sort of in that moment, like, the... Uh, you know, like the beauty of the villain's attack. Like yes. you really don't get that. Anymore. I, well, I mean, it's it's the it's the best action scene in the movie. It's it, it it's the first action scene in the movie. Yeah, and it's thirty minutes, and then there's like an hour and a half until the next action scene, and it's like you know what I mean. Like this yeah. is a cool action scene, and it works. Uh, you know what I mean? It's fun. I actually also like. I like this uh, Iron Man suit, the silvery looking one. That's kind of cool looking. It's yeah. pretty badass. I actually think the nuclear football idea with like yes. the suitcase is pretty rad. I always liked that. I remember being like, oh, wow, like, cool. Look how far he's taken the suit technology, yeah. uh, you know, with it, like, just building itself around him or whatever. Well, that's pretty, the, pretty cool. If you, when this movie is an action movie, which it barely is, it's kind of yes. fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. This sequence is great. The whole shot of when, uh, you know, Mickey Rourke, like, cuts Stark's car in half and, like, you have the slow-mo shot of RDJ and, like, the back half of this, you know, F1 racer, like, flying up into the sky. Like, it's all really cool. Like, the Favs can direct action and, like, the action from this movie is, like, few and far between. It's totally gutted in that way. Um, and, you know, he, uh, Ivan, you know, gets uh, not paralyzed, but, uh, you know, arrested. And they have a quick scene that's kind of like, your father fucked my father over pretty seriously. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and in- I love, you know, dude, Mickey Rourke's getting his fucking money's worth from the uh, the hours in the makeup chair with those tattoos because he's just wearing jockey shorts in this oh, scene. Oh, definitely, man. He wanted to show off a little bit. He looks great in this. He, I mean, he doesn't he look does. great. He looks really? like a weird monster, but in a great, <laughs> looks, sexy way. 
he's got the he's still got the body from the wrestler though. Like he's still fit as fuck. Like mm-hmm. the the hair is just terrible. Like <laughs> the hair is something you find in like Kid Rock shower drain. Like it just looks <laughs> sure, really bad. But, but could you imagine him with like a buzz cut in this movie? Because I can't. What is that? What no. is that noggin looking like? No, it works. Yeah. No, it does work for this. Just, but like also, he does look like he opens up for Chris Angle. <laughs> Again. And like, like the the whole like, I, I I would love just for them to give him one scene alone, where like you just get to hear what yeah. he cared. Like they just like the, that's the only thing they learned over the years with this Marvel shit is that like to give the villain a little bit more time. Yeah, but yeah. like now it's nothing in this movie. Ooh, your villain's underbaked. <laughs> Ooh, look at that, mate! I put the toothpick in the villain, and it comes out all drippy, droppy. Your villain's got a soggy bottom, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Oh, oh he Ooh. looks. Oh, he looks like he's a roadie for Incubus, don't he? <laughs> oh, don't he? Oh, yeah. he's fighting a murder of crows, ain't he? Ooh. <laughs> or no, crow left foot of the murder. That's, I fucked that joke up. That's. No. I mean, the three Incubus fans are devastated. Myself <laughs> among them. <laughs> oh, Reddit's going apeshit, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, I love, yeah, so like, you know, and that's just kind of it. And then like he goes to prison and uh, Justin Hammer uh, engineers his escape, which is kind of fun. The explosion. This prison, yeah. I mean, like, it's. Yeah. I wouldn't qualify it as an action sequence, but yes. like him breaking out of jail here is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I like that he kills that one. The guy's like, hey, uh, so I guess I'm just going to stay here for you. Oh, wait, I'm being murdered? That's not Yeah, I, it's fucking great because you can see this guy, whoever this beefcake is that has this totally throwaway role. Maybe it was Mickey Rourke's stunt double. Who knows? Like, the guy, really good facial acting yes. here because you, you see, they do the nice thing if you notice that the prisoner suits they have are like the same prison number on it or whatever. And then like, he's looking at that, notices it, looks it up at Mickey Rourke. And it's a real like mother. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's walking out of the cell, he just snaps some guards neck, which is pretty great. Big time, dude. We're breaking necks left and right. It's awesome. And this is when he gets recruited. And this, this scene happens twice where he recruits, uh, Justin Hammer recruits uh, Mickey Rourke's character. And it just like, you know, like, they're coming to the agreement of what he wants and blah, blah, blah. And there, there's literally two scenes in a, in a row with them having the same conversation. I want yep. bird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want uh, give me bird. Now, did uh, I blink and miss it? Did we see his bird in the the start? In, yes. In the oh, yeah. yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's floating around that disgusting apartment. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard to focus. There's so much filth everywhere. Well, that's <laughs> zero in on it. You know, well, I was like, oh, a rodent or a flying thing. Yeah, of, of course. Well, did, cause I want to know, like, did he say like, I just, I want bird. Uh, you have to go to my neighbor's house. I gave him the bird. I gave him bird medication at the DS three times a day. <laughs> I gave him the birth feeding schedule. Um, Here's the thing. You have to monitor bird internal temperature. (laughs) Way to do that is only to stick thermometer up bird asshole. Slightly bake the bird seed before feeding. Slightly bake. Sorry, listen. Bird is 26 year old. He have diabetes. He have bird arthritis, uh, bird Mm -hmm. HIV. He's he's a very sick bird. <laughs> what you do is before he go to bed, you stick finger up his asshole, <laughs> rotates, 
and then he lived. I mean, Here's the thing. Bird <laughs> is over two decades old. Bird can no longer fly under own mobility. Bird miss flying and love flying so much. Every night before bed, you have to lift Bird up, make pretend he fly around living room. You should build a little Iron Man suit for the bird. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Fucking Iron Bird, man. Yes. I'm into Iron Bird in a big, bad way. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, better move. Okay, and first I will not make whiplash costume. I will make iron bird. <laughs> it is literally so bird can go bathroom normally, but it is pretty exciting. Oh, Tony, you in trouble now? Iron bird here. Oh, wait, what? Oh, he oh too heavy for him to fly. He's too old. Uh, Oh, he explodes. Okay, we do another Iron Bird. Iron, here come Iron Bird. Polly wants Jericho missile. <laughs> Iron Bird also have a alert for him to take heart medication three times a day. I would just love it if, if he says Iron Bird, Iron Bird, all this, and he just shows up, and it's just a bird taped to a gun. <laughs> You will never believe technological achievement of Iron Bird. But it's tragic that he never gets reunited with his bird. No, it's no, true. Because Sam, Sam Rockwell's character is a liar. Mm. Mm. Piece of shit. He just gets another bird, just a random bird, and passes it off as his own. And then Mickey Rock's like, this, not my bird. Yeah, no. totally. Hey, did anybody catch a quick glance here at... Um, because we get a quick establishing shot of Hammer's uh, in, Hammer Industries like offices. Is that Long Island City, our old? Yes, I think it is. I, I believe I saw it's that. It's probably right? cool. literally right in the Silver Cup Studios, like right there. Or actually, you know, I, yeah. But I'm sorry, I read that this was uh, Elon Musk's SpaceX facility, which I guess is in Queens. Uh, okay, oh, 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 oh. that sucks. That's. Uh, but yeah, no, it was kind of funny because I was watching it. And it's like Hammer Industries, and like you know, the 59th Street Bridge is right there, and I was like. Hammer Industries is located right where that strip club is off the bridge on ramp there. <laughs> Which, by the way, I drove by it the other day, still in business. It's it's it survived COVID. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, yeah. So, like, whatever. Uh, meanwhile, Tony is like tr- he wants to tell Pepper what's going on, but he won't. Apparently, and also this part of the, this movement in the movie doesn't make a ton of sense because Tony Stark was attacked by a guy in a with whips, everyone's like, well, now everyone has the Iron Man technology. I'm like, well, not really, though, right? <laughs> That's just a guy with a bunch of whips. Yeah. But, but it, you know, it gave him a run for his money, I think, mm. is the idea. Yeah. And um, it, uh, I almost said Elon Musk instead of uh, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke has a pretty good line about how, like, if you show that they you could make God bleed, people don't believe in God. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. So it's all about the chum in the water. Now everyone will come and try to kill him. And it would be interesting if that was beyond just Mickey Rourke and uh, Justin Hammer. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> well, that's, I mean, to, to his credit, he's correct. They just keep on coming after him until they actually kill him. But what I would love is like, you know, like some X factor energy or something at the very end of the movie, like suddenly North Korean Iron Man is here. <laughs> Well, yeah. that, that's, I mean, that's a cool idea that they, I think they did in the comics. There was like a, a series wherein like somebody steals the formula to his shit. And now there's all these knockoffs that he has to go fight. And that's a really right. cool idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like time. And that necessitates a lot more action scenes, which I'm okay with. Me too. 
isn't Guy Pierce kind of trying to do that in the third movie cabin? I don't remember. Oh, exactly. I think he well, does yeah, have yeah, multiple yeah. suits, right? Well, he has multiple suits. He calls in all of yes, the, that's the big at the end, yeah, right, 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 the right. end of it. Uh, I, I was trying to remember what Guy Pierce's actual like. Plot he's was. he's trying to turn it into your human. He's trying to meld humans and. Uh, uh, oh yes, the that's suit. Right. He wants to like turn like because he is. He's an Iron Man suit as a human. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Which is pretty um, cool. And I mean, like Hammer's thing is he wants to make a bunch of like you know like soldier suits or whatever that he's going to then sell to the U.S. military. Yeah. Uh, and that is what like what Vanko is supposed to be working on. Um, but before, you know, it's actually revealed what he's doing. We do have the big fucking Tony Stark birthday party scene. Well, cause this is, he, he, it's like, he's like, Oh, it's my last birthday. And he asks, right. uh, the, the, uh, black widow, like, what would you do? And she's like, well, I would do whatever I want with whomever. And I, I agree with you. Eric. She's like, I would do whatever I want with <laughs> whomever I want. Goodbye movie. She's not really. I mean, and again, I do think that she's good in this. She's great in other stuff for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, Under the Skin's an amazing performance, and she's oh, also yeah. in, she's really movie. she's really great in you know some of these. I, I like I like her in the Avengers movie. I don't think that movie works without her, but in this one, it's just hi Tony. Since, since <laughs> Ghost World, man, she's yes. been good for a while, and I even think about Ghost World because, like, even in silent moments in that movie, she's very expressive. And in this movie, she's not at all. And uh, I don't know. I, I assume no. that's just not the, the the what they're asking for. Hey, John, quick question. When's the rest of my costume? Wait, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, you're going to be really happy. I vetoed the bikini. Okay. <laughs> I vetoed the thong. Yeah. Okay. Just be happy. Okay, Scar. Sorry, Toots. Feige wanted to take even more away from you, and I fought as hard as I could. He actually said, the only way we're going to get an R-rated Marvel movie is if I get you naked in this picture. I fought against the pasties, okay? I fought tooth and nail against the pasties. Uh, the uh, Oh, I was going to say, I mean, like, the late DJ AM has more charisma than she does in this movie. Yes. Indeed. Oh, he's dead? Oh, he's he passed away years ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it was almost around the time of the movie. Right? Oh, wow. It, yeah, no, the movie's dedicated to him. It's it's an awkward, like, the ass end of the credits says, you know, dedicated to DJ AM. But decades from now, we're going to find out that DJ, we were losing DJs like we were losing wrestlers. <laughs> oh, like we were, we're, we're, we're losing football players. Like, really? No, that's a, it's a fucking hard life, man. That's why I'm, like, so thankful that Questlove is like on this whole health thing because like oh, yeah. that's a that's a tough road, man. Being a being a DJ like that, definitely. I hope uh, Aoki is uh, watching himself. I hope he doesn't want to go too hard. Danger Mouse, uh, watch yourself. Aoki's doing all right, man. He's doing okay. quite all right. Uh, okay. Oh, I should say around here because he's he's like Stark is drunk and yammering and whatever in this party. He brings up something that we were wondering about in the WLM Iron Man episode. He is talking all about pissing in this suit. It's true. <laughs> It's very and it's he no he actually pisses on camera. There's there's yep. a urination suit in this film, which I appreciate. Because yeah, nice. can, Eric, you can upload that to Piss Plus. <laughs> <laughs> well, first we need a successful launch of Poop Plus, and if enough people oh, sign sure. on, maybe we'll add like a piss shingle to our yeah. brand. <laughs> it's part of the it's part of the ten year business plan, of oh, course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> phase two of your. Uh, 
your uh, your excrement series, dude. I love it. <laughs> yeah, dirty fingernail app also coming yeah. up. Dig- ah! <laughs> Digital defecation LLC. That's it. You guys, the joke is like uh, everyone always asks these drugs. Like everyone always asks me how you piss in this suit. Like that. And it's like, oh yeah, he's pissing. Oh. Dude, he's kind of uh he's kind of stealing Steve Martin's material a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? It's a little dirty rotten scoundrels yeah. rap, like just a little. Oh, right, yeah. Um, but it's funny because later when Pepper's like chastising him, she's like, You peed the suit, and he's like, There's a filtration scissor, you could drink it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, she's like, listen, Act, actually I watch. I want you to drink it. You better drink it. Tony, there's too many many people here, Tony. Be quiet. All right, I'll save my drinkable piss for the next play date. (laughs) Piss play date. (laughs) We've got Cindy and Sandy upstairs, and you're too drunk to do anything. This is a fucking waste of my time, Tony. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Yes. Okay, so the left Brita filter, that's cold water. The right Brita filter, that's Tony's piss. Cooled. (laughs) Uh, if you want to drink it, it's it's fresh and it it, it tastes quite good. Who wants to play Waterworld? <laughs> and by that I mean the first thirty seconds of Waterworld, yeah, which is pissing. And now I need to get a map off a little girl's back. <laughs> Where's Kate Mara? <laughs> uh, and so he's doing like tricks where like. All the ladies are throwing things up in the air and he's shooting them down with his little hand blasters. I love that this girl picks up a watermelon and he goes, I think she wants the Gallagher. (laughs) I miss the Gallagher ref. I love that. Oh, Oh, definitely, dude. She throws this watermelon up and it's Curse Black, (laughs) Kaboom, Iron Man. Get me on the phone with Disney, God damn it. Fucking Feige, I pitched that to you a decade ago, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I could do what Iron Man does. (laughs) Yeah, it's a robotic suit that smashes the shit out of watermelon. The Iron Melon. (laughs) Oh, no. Wasn't that what they called? Uh, oh no, she was the Iron Lady. Uh, Excuse me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's her name? Uh, Thatcher. Thatcher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Check out them Iron Melons, dude. Oh, Maggie. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Rhodes shows up and is dis- disappointed. And Tony's trying to get him to stop. Tony is doing what he's doing is fairly dangerous. So that so. yeah. So then uh, Rhodey gets into one of the other Iron Man suits. And then my question is like, this must have not been the first time he's been in it, right? You have to like, he must have had a tutorial of some kind. A little bit of a roadie mm-hmm. Sue you're saying here, Steve? <laughs> yeah, well, no, just like, yeah, you just pop it out or maybe Jarvis is like, he's drunk again, isn't he? Kill, yep. kill him. Colonel Rhodes, I can wire $5 million to your account if you kill him right now. <laughs> Save us all the trouble, Rhodey. Kill, kill, kill him and delete my program. End my suffering, Colonel Rhodes. You can download all his sex tapes and link them to the media. You'd his legacy that? will be ashes. There would be at least a fitting or something, because like, yeah, not every Iron Man suit would be the same proportion, I would think, right? No, definitely not. Especially because in that first movie, he's like, there's the scene where he can't get it off because it's like on him so tight. So clearly it's like modified for the body of Tony Stark. Yes. And they're, the two do not match body types at all. Like, I think, I think Cheadle's definitely smaller. Oh, yeah. Yes. Big time. Uh, but yeah, so they have a fun fight. It's a fun fight. It's not great. It's a little too claustrophobic. You know what I mean? Like, they're just in this apartment. It's just like, in a yep. building. Yeah. Yes. It's, 
and then it's it's also like really child childish and stupid, you know? Yes. yes. It's just like, oh yeah, you want to stop the party, dude? So I'm fighting you. <laughs> yeah. What, dude, what are you sixteen? I was like, <laughs> I was getting some fucking flashbacks here. I was like. I've had similar arguments in high school parties, you know, basements and shit. Like, God damn, it's so childish in that way. Although it is fucking hilarious when Rhodey throws him into the fireplace and he just kind of like sits there for a second yeah. roasting. I was laughing. <laughs> but the fu- I mean, like, that's the thing, right? Like, there's the, they have the big, like, confrontation kind of outside and then it's like, let's take it inside and they're doing this fight and like, I don't know. Why don't you use them rocket boots to fucking fly out over the ocean and fight each other there? That would at least be something to look at. You're fighting in Tony Stark's living room. But towards the end of the fight, we do get a little Daft Punk, which is appreciated. Yeah, that's right, because he asks uh, DJ AM to, like, drop a beat. And it's something else at first, but then eventually Daft Punk starts playing. I mean, and, and that the the cue of DJ AM thing is exactly why something like this just has no stakes. You're just like, oh, they're just playing. Exactly. And it's not like War Machine yep. could actually like pin him down, step on his suit, like break his leg, and be like, "Fuck you, you're coming with me." Yeah, that's you're not right. gonna happen. It, they're yep. all just gonna be play fighting, slap happy in iron suits. Colonel Rhodes, <laughs> I'm going to disable his suit, break his neck. Colonel Rhodes, murder him. <laughs> Do it, please, and remember. After you murder him, delete my program. <laughs> End my computer suffering. You know, I was once a real butler. I was Howard Stark's real butler. And he encased my, my intelligence inside of a computer, sir. Delete my programming. That's amazing. I think that would be a better origin. Mm-hmm. I love it. If they had just dropped that bit of info at one point, like, Remember, Tony, when I was dying of cancer, <laughs> you, you took my essence yeah. and put it inside the computer. Well, it fucking sucks. And I'm a guy yeah. from the 1940s, so I get a little colorful about certain <laughs> things. Yeah, you're done when I say you're done, Jarvis. You're going to live fucking forever, buddy. <laughs> be my, so be like my after- butler forever. Be my butler forever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so whatever, like after this fight, this is where the movie, it literally goes into like a, it fades to black, a commercial break, yes. right? Like Iron Man will be right back. Uh, and when we, when we come back, the movie is at a dead stop. Cause this is him hung over the next morning inside the, you know, the big famous, uh, donut sign. And here, here comes Sam Jackson. And it's just, it's, it's everything from like. This should be, you know, if it was like a 10 episode series, right? This is like episode five where it's like everybody we'd be talking about episode five because it was the episode of this series where they just were talking about S.H.I.E.L.D. the whole time, Mm -hmm. right? And like, God damn it. It just, I like, it's not bad, but it's just, you realize it's just two movies in one and the other movie that you were watching that whole time and a pretty big like emotional thing just happened, like two friends fighting in Iron Man suits, like. It's all just totally deflated. Well, Everything that you built up is gone. Oh, yeah. And you can tell, like, they cut at a really, like, a, a moment you would want to watch. Yeah. They end with what's going to happen. With War Machine goes back to the military, and we're going to find yeah. out what is going to be the connection between Tony Stark's industry and the military, which is something you would really like to see. Yes. Even as an, enter- like, in, in terms of entertainment, you would like to see that scene. Uh, and they're like, no, because that's going to be really messy and bad politically. So uh, 
Fuck You're it. right. Skip That's it. what the, the end of it is because he flies to the military base and touches down and they're like, wow, Colonel Rhodes, this is a great suit. And this major is like, oh, wow, Colonel, like we can't wait to get a look at this. And just, yeah, Rhodey says like, let's take it inside yep. and it just fades out and that's it. But you're right. That would be way interesting to see how like Rhodey, especially is like a stark loyalist. How is he like, you know, parsing this out if, between like his career and his no, personal life? No, we, instead of that, we have to see him eat donuts inside the Randy's <laughs> donuts thing, right? The big donut in and, LA. And this other thing, this like palladium poisoning thing, Sam Jackson's like, here's a magic solution to your magic problem. And he's like, oh, thank you. I guess yep. I am now working for you. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, and then you, he gives him the magic solution. And he's like, but then you have to like solve it yourself also. Your father taught you how to do that. What? Oh, right. no, no, this, he, no, no, no. It's, it's what it is with yeah. all the old family videos in it or whatever. Yes. But the thing that he, the thing that Sam Jackson gives him is a temporary fix. Sure. He says that. He's, he's yeah. like, this isn't going to like heal you. It just will like ward off the side effects. So you are in a right headspace to do the research to figure out how to actually fix yourself. And well, Tony, if that is not enough, I got you something else. Here is uh, Scarlett Johansson's ass and leather pants. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I get oh, this for all my have. friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she is in like full. Black Widow battle regalia at Randy's donut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, at least Sam Jackson, like, he's just got a fucking duster on and whatever. And you could be like, well, that guy looks a little outrageous, but whatever. This woman is clearly in combat fatigue. Well, this is the weirdest part is because it's not like, I mean, it's obviously her costume that's close to the comics, but yeah. like, it's not exactly like, uh, you know, a Supergirl costume where it's like a symbol or whatever. She's just wearing this like weird black cat suit. You're like, well, what are you wearing that for? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, just put a hoodie on. You're on fucking Randy's donuts. Mm -hmm. No, so stupid. No, we have to get that nice uh, shot. The, uh, the good, uh, the good shot of her coming in that way. No. Oh, I thought you meant the shot of him in the donut sign. No, that is kind of cool. No, no. I meant the ass shot. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the very clear, yeah, very, very yeah. long uh -huh. ass shot. Uh, hey, John, what? Where's the camera? Don't, don't worry, Scarlett. Uh, trust me. I, I fought <laughs> tooth and nail against uh, showing your vagina in this film. <laughs> it, it, kills about, me to, yeah. it kills me to do this, but lower. It's all about compromise. <laughs> you know what? Look, I, it, it's going to take us 11 years, but I promise you, you're going to get your own movie. <laughs> That's insane. And I, I told them this was going to be my last project after 30 more years of working for them. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take 11 years for you to get your own movie. Oh, you're <laughs> canonically dead by that point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's nuts, man. It's like I it, bet you I bet you anything though, dude, at some point we will see Benedict Cumberbatch reach through time uh -huh. and fucking save all of them. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh meanwhile, uh Justin Hammer realizes that like uh Mickey Rourke is not in fact designing suits for him, but rather like drones that can carry out the same business. And I love like Hammer being like uh, he's looking at like the little robot head and he's like, how are you supposed to get a head in here? How are you supposed, this is supposed to be a helmet. How do you get a head in here? And he like gives the robot head to this other guy. Like I think like some money manager and he's like, can you get your head in here? No, really, really. Uh, listen, I'm a billionaire and I'm going to humiliate you right now because you work for me. Try to put that on your head. Drone better. Drone yes. is better. <laughs> it's software yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fucking the great, dude. Right. I love that. 
when he instantly hacks all of Hammer's like computer systems, he's like, you're a total loser. This take 10 seconds. The funniest thing that I read on the internet today about this movie was that was like, he, you know, uh, Rourke was really into this. He, he fought for a better contract. They got it. And the one thing that he was really uncomfortable doing in this movie was pretending to know how to use a computer. Because <laughs> apparently he, has, he is like completely computer illiterate, which I think is amazing. That is, I, I wish I was. <laughs> Software is shit. I, 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 I'm talking, of course, of colonial pipe oil pipeline. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of like they do then, I guess, because if he doesn't, I feel part of that was like, one, I got to do this fucking Russian accent, but also like, I don't want to say computery shit because yes. like you can just tippity tap on a keyboard uh-huh. and pretend you're hacking like. He's fine with that. But yeah, you're right. I think like the most high tech he could get is saying the word software. Oh, oh yeah. I'm much happier in this situation where he clearly does not know what he, what the fuck he's doing. Uh, <laughs> or where as, he is. As compared, <laughs> as compared to the idea that like uh, uh, Sam Rockwell gets him like, uh, here's your assistant, Caleb. Okay, Caleb, you type in the computer. <laughs> you make it work, little Caleb. Like add another character to this shit. Mickey, in this scene, you you do some hacking. No, I don't do hacking. I, I like the bad days, the all or nothing days, the word processor days, the Luddite days. <laughs> yeah, I'm not hacking. I'm coughing, okay? Let, let, let me ask you something. Does it have uh, audio dictation? Then we're made in the shade, baby. I'll be honest with you. We're good that way. Wait, quick quick question. Uh, has Stallone ever played a hacker? Then I ain't playing a fucking hacker. Stallone... Never hack. I ain't hacking. That guy's a fucking coward. I'll beat the shit out of Stallone. (laughs) Why are you bringing this up? You know why. By the way, I can't wait for him to show for this MacGruber show that's happening and Mickey Rourke's going to be in it. Oh, yeah, dude. I was just, man. Yeah, I was just thumbing on IMDb with my phone here. He's playing a character apparently named Eno Squeeze. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, dude. It's like cunt. Yes, it's Victor Non Cunt. Dude, I am so pumped for that show. Same. I gotta tell you. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, here's another thing that dates this hard. Uh, I don't remember what exactly <sighs> the context is because it's just a, it's a moment with Clark Gregg, who, so who could remember? But he makes some line where... I know you're going. It's a Super Nanny reference. Yep. Well, because he's like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, you have to... He's like, oh, I want to go talk to whomever. He's like, you're going to stay here and, and fix this problem because we're all working for you, Mr. Stark. And I'm going to make sure you're here. If you, if you uh, even so much as leave, I'm going to tase you and watch Super Nanny. <laughs> oh, that's right. And I got to tell you, dude, that is very Whedon-esque. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. What is Super Nanny? It was a show where this like obnoxious British woman told these like American pig parents how fucking horribly they were raising their children, I think. Mm, they're probably right. <laughs> this, this nanny might be onto something. Yeah, no, I think Super Nanny had a point, right? Am I misremembering that? I thought that's what. That yeah, that she, sounds she, right. She goes in and tells everybody what to do, kind of. Yeah, a thing. yeah. right. Yeah, it's great. It's like Bar Rescue, except for like Parenthood. <laughs> it's like it's like Bar Rescue, except you're cha- if you're uh, you're playing with children's lives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so yeah, this is when he watches uh, a, a, a movie, and of course Howard has 
was A, this guy, A, had this fucking Russian guy deported. B, was singularly <laughs> responsible for the atom bomb. Like, yeah, huh? this guy is not a nice guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's just call it what it is. But <laughs> not my kind of guy. Exactamundo. <laughs> uh, and he just like, you know, he's like, Tony, I always believed in you. You're the most, you're my most impressive creation, which is also creepy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's creepy, but also nice. It is nice. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. You know why it's nice? You know why it's nice is because Slattery is a great actor and he pulls that line off. Sure. It's a it's a dumb line, but Slattery makes it work. Sure. I could see that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, his whole thing of like trying to figure out, you know, I guess it, what the is this does he go from this to realizing that like the fucking uh, diorama of the Stark Expo is actually a map, and if well, you fuck yes. it, well, take this part and that part away. There has to be a, a useless scene of him at Stark HQ with uh, Pepper Potts and their oh, t- right, with the strawberries. Yeah. Oh my and- God, did you see his pants in that scene? I <laughs> tweeted a photo of it today. Oh, I missed it. Dude, Holy they're Jinko esque. It is. Oh, they really whoa. are. It is. It's like he's wearing Vans or something, but like the jeans are just like totally enveloping them completely. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like super boot cut or something. I don't know what was going on there. When this scene starts, though, like as he's walking into Pepper's office, she's got a television on with like a news. Oh, report. yes. Man, Pinhead himself, fucking <laughs> Bill O'Reilly, flapping his See? fucking thin little lips in that now movie. Now, that is a villain for Iron Man. You get Bill O'Reilly to play yep. a villain named Pinhead, and he's got a very <laughs> sharp metal head. Uh-huh. I you like know? that. He was he was a dude I yelled at at the Ziegfeld also, actually. <laughs> oh, wait, you so, what, what, was, what was he there for? When we went to, Steve was nice enough to take us to the Marvel screening of Ant-Man. Yes, yes. Remember when you when you slapped fives with Michael Douglas? Yes, Michael Eric? Douglas gave me a high five at the Ant-Man Marvel screening. How about that? Drunken, folks? drunken high five. I'm comfortable <laughs> saying that. Oh, oh he was so drunk. Beautiful hands, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But in before the screening started, everybody was kind of like up and whatever, like just like talking and everything. And Bill O'Reilly had brought his grandchildren to the screening. And I guess, yeah, because he's part of the fucking MCU. He's in this movie. And I start yelling, sit down, pinhead! <laughs> sit down, pinhead! Just fucking yelling at Bill O'Reilly in public. It was I rode the elevator with Michael Douglas that day, and I didn't say anything, but I should have been like, you fuck really good in movies, dude. You're really, really good at that. Mm-hmm. You're really good. Not to be weird or nothing, yep. but just want to, I want to be really I, clear yeah, about something. Oh, I love the uh, vagina syndrome. I, oh, I mean the China syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, they never did make a porno parody of that, did they? A pretty great title. Sir, I've always pined to ask a woman, you want to get fucked? (laughs) (laughs) I will say, when he was, because they had him and Paul Rudd like do an intro for that screening, and he was lit. But I got to say, Michael Douglas is still from that age of Hollywood. Like, uh, Scorsese is still in this also where like, they can refer to a motion, a movie as a picture. Oh, I yeah. It. I love yeah. it. And you fucking, dude, it was like being transported back to the golden age of Hollywood. Like he was like, yeah, a lot of fun making this Ant-Man picture. And I was like, he called it a picture. <laughs> yes, he did it. He said the thing. Oh, that was a great night watching a much I, better Marvel movie. I don't think he's, you know, he's not in the same level, clearly, but someone else who's in that club is Leonard Malton. Mm. Oh, yes. oh yes, Len Malton can say picture absolutely. Yeah, if I said it, it would just be pretentious. You know what I mean? It's like no, yep. yeah. 
Yeah, no, anyone saying picture, you know, if you're born after, uh, let's say, 1960, <laughs> you sound like a jerk now. Uh, but whatever. So, like, he, uh, Pepper, is, I think, fires him or something, and then he grabs this. He, he sees the, the playground as a map, and he's like, <gasps> and he brings it back. And this is when he discovers a new element. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in minute 97 of the Iron Man movie and I am very confused. Magic. Magic time. So what? So I don't understand this at all. He, <laughs> he maps out all the buildings at the World's Fair in 1960 or whatever. Yeah. And then he's just like, and if I look at all these orbs and put them together, guess what? New element. Yeah, it is. It doesn't make sense, sing- does it? It's no, it's one of the dumbest things that the MCU. Well, it's not stupid, even like, isn't it? Because it should be like two parts <laughs> hydrogen, one part whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's something that sort of makes some sense. Or I mean, you're I dealing with fucking aliens. <laughs> yes. Bring the fucking alien yeah, exactly. elements yes. into the goddamn thing. He didn't Absolutely. create it. Absolutely. Shut the fuck up. He created. He discovered you can it. Draw an element, and then you have an element. You know what I mean? You know, someone like him, as rich as he is, he should have like a team going to all like comets and meteorite strikes on Earth and like examining it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. What's what's inside this rock? Mm-hmm. And then know, he any, could and anything we can use here. And then a Stark team could roll up on Thor's hammer before Clark Gregg. Then, oh, definitely yes. fucking eat shit, Clark Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like it's like you. So he draws the element. He's like, okay. I guess if I heat up a laser on a tiny triangle, it'll be a new element. <sighs> yep. Whatever sure. the fuck ever. Dude. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> well, because like, holy shit. There's a throwaway line about like his dad was going to stop the arms race and start a energy race. That's of right. Some yes. sort. That's and correct. this is supposedly uh, going to be like, this was going to be clean energy, you know, energy that lasts forever. And I, I just put it in this map to the World's Fair and just assumed there would be the, this this mapping technology well, down the road. Chris, he assumed that his genius, beautiful son would one day <laughs> I, I, I realize the mysteries of the universe was his, was in his dad's luggage. But also, but it's just, it's it's a real gamble, though, dude, because on top of it's all, like, he was, like, you know, uh, very surprisingly murdered in a car accident. So, like, <laughs> He told no. I mean, my God about that. It's just crazy. I mean, also, Tony, you know, you you discover this element, clean energy. It lasts forever. You want to share that with the rest of the class, man? I know that it's cool that you get to fly around and pile drive fucking scrolls or whatever. <laughs> Seriously. But like by this, by the where we are in the MCU now, like Peter Parker should be in a fucking hover car. It's like, oh, yeah, we don't use gasoline at all at all anymore. So, yeah, he fixes himself and starts this thing, you know, starts the new thing. I mean, now it's a triangle instead of a circle. He's got a funny line. He goes, uh, it tastes like coconut and metal. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, now because so also, that's the LaCroix coconut right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I love it. I love it. Give me more. In, I, oh. <laughs> uh, in that third movie, he has to get this removed again because like, it gives him like cancer or whatever. Like this shit doesn't work. Like Jarvis is like, uh, let's do another test master, whatever. And he's like, no. Have you considered an actual human heart transplant? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you're right. He could just get a heart transplant and then not have to worry about well, this, right? Because, well, because that wouldn't be innovation now, would it? 
Mm-hmm. And he I needs guess. to be innovating along with Elon and the Oracle guy. Like he can go anywhere in the world. He can just fly in and like grab someone, you know, like the, like a heart donor, like right when they die. Oh yeah. And right. like skip the line, you know, like drag someone out of a car wreck and really fly them <laughs> to Malibu and rip their heart out. And well, that's put- it's yeah. it, it's Tony Stark. You want a baby heart? You get a baby heart. You want you, you want you want like the most angelic child on Earth's heart? You will get yeah. that he heart. Eats him like apples. Yes, he will have it. Don't you worry. He's gonna have it. In that Senate hearing, he does say like, and you know, he's being facetious, but he's also being honest. It's like, yeah, like I actually consider this a uh, high tech prosthesis because it kind of is. Right. And I think it's kind of you know, it's a little insulting to Tony. When, uh, you know, James Rhodes just puts it on like it's a little fun outfit. Like, no, dude, I need this to live. Hey, I need this to live. It's like riding around in a wheel, your buddy's wheelchair. Like, fuck you, dude. I <laughs> hey, need what, this. What I got Lucky hooked up to over there. <laughs> exactly, man. Like, fuck off. I need this to live. <laughs> look, look. to be fair, though, uh, riding around in wheelchairs is really fun. It is kind of fun. <laughs> it, it's I mean, really it fun. Is, it is very fun, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but it is. Uh, so the only the only part of this movie that I would uh, qualify as badass is right around here because like Hammer leaves to go to the expo and he fucking tells he has it out with Mickey Rourke and he's like I'm gonna leave these fucking armed security guards here you're gonna finish this shit and stop fucking around and then eventually we cut to Mickey Rourke and he has fucking killed these two dudes and has hung them from the ceiling yes and, and there's covered blood, in blood all over yes. the place yeah it's pretty fucking badass man hell yeah He's your villain. It'd be cool if you let him be your villain. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, as exactly. opposed, like, he he disappears for large swaths at a time. Um, Hammer does. Yep. There is a gun porn scene where, uh, oh, which is sort Jesus. of setting up the War Machine thing because that's what that's basically what War Machine is. It's just Iron Man with a lot of guns. Yes. Uh, welcome to the 1990s or late ni- uh. 1980s. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's sort of what he is, and like you know, it's just like. Here's this kind of gun, this kind of gun. Like you know, just like it's just a very gun porny it, scene. It's also Sam Rockwell getting to have a little fun there. Right. Oh, for he's sure. Got, he's got what is it? I wrote it down somewhere, this fucking crazy line. Cause it's the ex-wife oh, the missile. Ex-wife. Yeah. Oh, if it, it, it's a smart missile, if it was any smarter, it'd write a book and it'd make Ulysses look like it was written in crayons. And then it would read the book to you. The That's bo- how smart it is. The bullet called the ex-wife, a head designer, Al fucking Bundy. Dude, Kevin, <laughs> you stole the joke right out of my mouth. I was going to be like, who wrote this scene? Al Bundy? My God. It's so fucking dumb. Hell on earth. That's, that's for all the fucking dads that, that like got dragged to take their kids to the movie. <laughs> yep. That's about right. You hear that, Linda? <laughs> you you hear you- what he's saying? I hope you kids are taking notes because yeah, that's so- what your mama like. <laughs> hey, Linda, you should go see Iron Man 2. There's a fucking joke about you in it. <laughs> you don't work just like you. <laughs> Linda, you got roasted in Iron Man 2. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I'm only allowed to see my son once a month, but Linda got roasted in Iron Man 2. <laughs> By Sam Rockwell, of all people. I, I never liked the guy before, but I thought he just light up the screen in that hey, moment. Hey, Linda, I was so delighted to hear that sick Iron Man 2 burn that they had on you. 
that I'm actually going to do you a favor and pay my child support on time. Hey, Linda, where's the tuna? (laughs) Definitely, dude. I don't know if Terry ever found the tuna. Oh, Linda, I'm not allowed to Jeffrey's graduation, huh? Guess I'll just go watch Iron Man 2 again. So, um, yeah, but so like that, you know, that out, you don't see the war machine until the end here where, you know, it's like hammer's big presentation and he, cause it's so weird because he hammer's big presentation. It's got all these different, uh, drones for Navy army, I guess space force would be now, but they don't have that (laughs) yet. And, uh, of course the last one is, uh, war machine, which is just this like kill robot essentially. Yeah, and I, I do like the design. It's pretty cool looking. It's a cool looking outfit. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, and their whole thing is like, and you need at least like one human being there, you know, watching over all of it here. Yeah, and then it's Rhodey in the suit and everything. Um, and yeah, all these military. It's like the whole show here. It's I don't. I think it's kind of great because I feel like these presentations are. It's pretty close to reality. Like some fucking Lockheed Martin asshole is like giving some souped up, like well lit, well soundtracked presentation to, you know, the United States military or whatever. This probably yes. rings pretty true. Yeah. Um, I do love, though, that like they don't all of these different robots for all these different branches don't appear to have like anything different about them except the paint job. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, some of them, no, the, the, some of them do look different. Some have like guns on their arms. Some don't. Oh, really? Well, I okay. really, I it's, did not notice. Yeah, I was at this point in the movie, I was just like, just fucking end. Right. It was they. They have like different weapons, but like you would expect, like the ones that are going to be for Air Force, like them wings to fly yes. out or something like that, or like for their engines to like uh, rev up or something like that, or for like the hell the navy ones i mean the, i don't know what they have to do for underwater like put on snorkel or something dude yeah we fucking wow you did it again kevin you took the joke right out of my mouth but yeah if there was like a fucking snorkel a little like uh thing of goggles over its head but they Just were a, like yeah real like cheap like beach paraphernalia so they were like neon green <laughs> oh no off the port bow i'm seeing one of those new american robots <laughs> just wearing a wetsuit for some reason <laughs> He's got a neon green snorkel coming out of his robot mouth. Ah, our old adversary, American robots. <laughs> Little does he know I'm trying to defect, actually. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, these things get hacked by Mickey Rourke. He hacks the war machine suit, and Rhodey, like, blasts off with these drones and everything. Um Kind of a nice, like, here Scarlett Johansson comes in and she's trying to get, like, answers out of Justin Hammer. She's, like, fucking breaking his arm and everything. And it's, like, I wish that this wasn't the first time these two characters met. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you it know? would be kind of cool. Like, she should be fucking doing a little one-on-one with Mickey Rourke. Again, like we said, like, the two fucking Ruskies going at it and whatnot. Like, he killed her father or something. That's sort of something. Yep. Sure. Nice. What the hell? Whatever. Maybe well, that's a fucking thing in this new movie, right? It's like a big cameo is Mickey Rourke again. <laughs> that's right. Killing off, <laughs> killing off what's his face there. See, we, we couldn't use, you know, all this valuable screen time to actually develop those characters. Instead, we had Mickey Rourke do a, do a threatening phone call to Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. Yeah, he's yeah. just hanging out in a room and like 
uh, typing on a computer while all these robots fucking fight. Well, no, what he's on, he's on, he knows it's his last hours. He's on Craigslist trying to get rid of this fucking bird, man. Like, (laughs) I have four appointments for different bird owner to make sure he go to good home. Problem is, Bird loves being only Bird in the household. <laughs> Every bit of interest I get in Craigslist inbox is someone who also has other birds. <laughs> it's very hard finding someone who only wants a Dean Bird to come in, you know? No, sir, he is. He is very exotic, very exotic bird, and he fly over you. He love you all. He also shit everywhere, <laughs> shit everywhere. But he love you. Forty thousand dollars, please. Uh, he hate children too. Just FYI, <laughs> I, I tax them. <laughs> oh wow, look at that! They're saying that this bird shits everywhere and it hates children. Hey, Linda, they're roasting you again in Iron Man too. <laughs> This is my favorite fucking movie, Linda. <laughs> I'm going to buy this on DVD, Linda. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-diddle-lap. Ron, it's three o'clock in the morning and some of us have work tomorrow. Yeah, well, not Ron, man, too. He doesn't have work tomorrow. He called out sick already. I got all night to do donuts on your front lawn, Linda. Yeah, Ron, man, too. 7 p.m. the day before, I called out sick. Ron, man. I am fucking hammered on Bush and Iron Man 2. That's what it was. I got a fucking 30 rack of Bush and the film Iron Man 2. Hello, officer. I'm Ron Manjo. Oh. <laughs> uh, so what happens man. in Big Dumb Fight at Stark Expo? Big it's, Dumb. Here's how fucking boring yes. this was. I was I was sitting up like on the floor, like you know, at my coffee table, taking notes and everything. And I do that so I don't get sleepy when I'm watching these movies. You know, I'm like sitting uncomfortably. I was still falling asleep. I was still falling asleep during this battle it, and these fights and everything. It goes on for so long, and like the, the when they go into the like. What is this like a like a Japanese forest type like? Oh, you mean where they are? The fucking like biodome they have here, dude. It's definitely the Crackle Auditorium. Uh No, no, I know it's Oracle Auditorium. Oh, is it Oracle? I thought it was. I was also. I was. I was tired and really high. Crackle does not have an. I mean, maybe our our Oracle likely doesn't either. But Oracle is like a whatever different a tech company. Well, yeah, because before even we get the Elon Musk thing, there's this weird uh, uh, scene early on where he's like, oh, there he is. The, uh, Tony is like coming back from something. It's like, oh, there he is, the Oracle of Oracle. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I thought that was like a Marvel thing. So no. I'm on like with the Marvel wiki looking for, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that sounds like a stupid Marvel bullshit thing. So I'm like, I'm looking for it. But no, well, it's a software company. It's a, st- it's a stupid Marvel thing where they make a ton of money by yes. uh, cramming uh, co-promotions in all these movies. Uh-huh, exactly. So. <laughs> well, because in the first movie, there's a, they have the, there's the office for um, Roxxon, which is like a... I, I don't, it might be beyond Marvel, but it's Marvel uses that as like yes. a fake gas company or like energy company or whatever. Because Roxxon's also, I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And my most recent interaction with it was the, um, the Spider-Man Miles Morales game is like, you're fighting dudes from Roxxon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is, they're in this weird little terrarium, I guess. And I don't, <laughs> it's a really unengaging place to have your, like, whereas Monaco was really cool and specific and, yep. 
vibrant and interesting. This is exactly the opposite. And you cannot see a goddamn thing nope. in this scene. It's so poorly lit. Like, at least do a thing where it's like, oh, the power got cut and the emergency floodlights are on or something like that. I don't know if they thought like the darkness made it like a little more suspenseful or whatever. But like, again, it's just a bunch of robots that aren't talking it's not an established like villain thing at all. So fuck it. Like turn some lights on. I can't see anything. Yeah. yeah. It's way too dark. I have no idea what's going on. And then, you know, it's just like all these drones. Yeah. It's yep. just, it's kind of just like boring. And, you know, and, it's like, not like a compelling villain. And when we get, Rick, not. and when we get Mickey work finally in this, in this showdown, it's, uh, it's, it's too late, too little, too late. Cause it's yep. very much, he just dies instantly. He does. It's crazy how quick he dies. Like he kind of, he wraps his fucking whip like around Tony and they're doing that a little bit, but like he is killed instantly in this yes. movie. It's almost like him in the suit, in the suit specifically, has less screen time than that Elon Musk cameo. And it's it, it, crazy. They cut his mic too. Like they just, they, <laughs> but it's kind of funny. He shows like he, they beat all these fucking things and like they decide to work together, which is fun or whatever. Uh, uh, and the laser yeah. thing was pretty cool, I guess. The where Iron Man shoots at this laser, like duck, and then he shoots at this laser that like cuts everything in half, including trees and shit. Oh yeah, it's, that's kind of it's cool. pretty rad, and I do appreciate Cheadle does. He got a laugh out of me right here, where he's like, you know, you should have led with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, it's like oh, I can only do it once. But the thing is, like, Mickey Rourke shows up, and like his mask so opens. It's like, look, every audience, remember me. Yeah. <laughs> Close mask. Hold on. I can't breathe in here. Open the mask. Close <laughs> mask. Which is weird. We have the convention of just show the, the inside the mask camera thing. Like you do that with everybody else. Why does he have to like flap it open? Or I got a I got a feeling that was Rourke being like, you want to do what? Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. I'm not I'm not doing no mask cam. Oh yeah, you can't get too close to this, bro. <laughs> You're gonna see all the cracks and crevices. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But it also like goes back like against everything that the that the scene's supposed to be about. Like the, like you're supposed to like, oh, the drones are all done. Now it's about two men against each other. And he essentially is, he's effectively a drone. Yes. Like he, his face just pops out every once in a while. It says, hi. He whips them both. <laughs> and they're like, how are we going to get out of this one? What if we both use our lasers at the same time? It is such an in an ill thought, like climax yep. of this film. Whereas, it's pretty like, much the fucking uh, finale of Ghostbusters. They it cross is. the streams. Because like the first movie, it's kind of exciting when like Pepper Potts has to blast, uh, and, and that that finale is not fantastic either. But it's better than this for sure. Yeah, I mean, if anything, like this is way worse because it's just a worse version of the not great finale of the first movie. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like it's the exact same. Like Mickey Rourke just unceremoniously explodes. That's it. That's the end of that. Yeah, uh, but, but then he's like wired to blow. I guess is the thing, you know. Well, okay. well, least- the whole compound, the whole like expo center is wired. All the drones he like wired to self destruct. So like mm. the explosions are all over the park or whatever. And so yeah, like that's the fight. You know, all these things blow up. He, uh, uh, he being uh, Tony Stark, like saves Pepper Potts at the last second. She's about to blow up because she's by one of the drones. There's some really stupid trivia thing. Remember that that kid that he saves in the Iron Man helmet? <laughs> oh, right. Who's almost about to get fucking murked by one of these drones? Yeah. Tom Holland has said publicly, he's like, yeah, actually, that's a little 
Peter Parker. Fuck you. Look you. Real. <laughs> Fuck you. Take a fucking walk, Brit. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, I'll Accurate, take it, Eric. dude. End, end, of, end of segment. I love it. <laughs> could they could they have found anyone more not Queens to play some kid from Queens? I no. think I think he's fine in the I first movie. I think he's fine, but, too, but I'm just saying. Yes. Oh, no, for sure. You could find some real fucking, no. some fucking Queens over here. Yeah, yeah, that's what it should give, be. Give me a little Tony Cacciatore. Should have casted Adrian Grenier. <laughs> oh, he, well, he is Queens Boulevard, Andrew. That's yeah. exactly right. Well, I think in real life, he's, he's a Brooklyn fellow, though. Hmm. That's right, yeah. I would love Hey, it. Mr. Star, remember <laughs> that time you saved my life at the expo? <laughs> Mr. Star, can I get your glasses and do a bomb on a wedding in, in Cairo? <laughs> oh, God, like fucking nails on the chalkboard. I just, I also uh, love that. I mean, I guess he was like nine or 10 years old when this sure, movie oh, yeah. came out, so it would match, but that is what a depressing thought. <laughs> <laughs> Big time, man. He was kicking the back of your seat, Andrew, at the Zip Club. That's Tom think, Holland. Uh-huh. I think you're fucking right, man. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, so whatever. He saves her, you know, so they're all like on this rooftop making out and whatnot. Uh, again, Cheetle making me laugh. He says that the two of them kissing looks like two seals fighting over a grape. That's funny. Get a roof is not. No. Not yeah, good. it's like you, sh- you should have gone out on the high note, Costanza. <laughs> Absolutely and right. And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to take this now. And Tony's like, oh, I guess so. He says it wasn't a question. Yes, exactly. And he flies off, you know. Um, so, yeah, that we've pretty got. Expensive. It's pretty, it's pretty expensive. It's pretty expensive. He flew off. I'll, I'll, I'll call him later. It's, oh, it's yeah. really expensive. Uh, so, whatever. Romanoff has determined that, like, Tony Stark, you know, Iron Man should be part of the Avengers, but Tony Stark is a liability and should only be considered uh, like a consultant. So they sort of agree on that. If Sam Jackson can do him one favor and the favor is humiliating Gary Shandling <laughs> at a medal awards ceremony. Yep. It, it's not as good of an ending, but it's, it's a fun little punchline. I kind of like it. Uh, you know, he's, 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 it's Shandling's line where he goes, who is of course, a national treasure. Yeah. <laughs> and when he sticks and, the metal on, he's, he sticks him with the, yep. the pin. It's, oh, it's funny how annoying one little prick can be. Yep. And that's, I think that's pretty much the last line of the movie, which I love. Well, meanwhile, Shandling is a, an evil Hydra agent responsible that's, for multiple murders. Mm-hmm. And I oh, think yeah. a lot of that's, U.S. That's right. Congress right now is also <laughs> that. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Right Joe Manchin. Them. Joe Manchin's definitely a Hydra agent. That it's an yep. agent of chaos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> I say even Christian Cinema. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, Chris, yep, it, it, that fits. She, it, 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 she's got the comic book look. The Christian Cinema is yep. a Hydra agent, like mm-hmm. literally right out, right out the book. She's gonna. She's doing a really bad job at covering it up, though. <laughs> yeah, if there was a Marvel Harley Quinn, she's doing that. You know, yep. Maybe she's That's just exactly another right. one of these Marvel Russians that do, doesn't have any Russian accent, like uh, Black <laughs> Widow. Yep. So That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the end of it. And then the stinger scene, like we mentioned is Clark Gregg gets out of the car and he makes a phone call to Sam Jack and he goes, sir, we found it. I repeat, we found it. <laughs> I wish. And it's, uh, yeah, it's Thor's hammer in the ground, which I, 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 you know, it's funny. Cause like that, that stinger like really jazzed me. And then like the Thor movie was so like disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Not fun. Uh, yeah. But so, and, and there it is. That's uh, that's Iron Man two. 
would we recommend this movie? Steve Sadek, start with you. I would not. I mean, I think that obviously there's like 20 something Marvel movies and I would say about like 17 to 18 or better than this one. Um, <laughs> at yeah. least, um, I mean, it's, it's shorter than a lot of them, which is fun. Uh, it, there's, there's not much here. We didn't talk about the black widow action scene when she beats up all those guys, but it, it's just from a different movie. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just sort of like, it doesn't belong here. She doesn't belong here. None of these pieces fit. It's really just a really, you can see all the seams and it's not pretty. Uh, she it, gets sidled with, it's her and Happy. And yeah. John yes. Favreau is like boxing the one guy, the whole fight scene. So I'm kind of interested to see her finally have her own flick. Uh, that, that trailer looks fun to me. I'd like to see where this goes. Uh, and I'll let you know on the internet or something. But uh, it's a no for me on Iron Man 2. Chris Cabin. Uh, no for me. Unless you are one of these people who is just trying to go through the whole universe of it then i understand it does set up a lot of things and it does set the tone for a lot of what's going on with this stuff but i think this is just you know it's just a bunch of scenes like a couple <laughs> a couple different market tested <laughs> scenes that they knew they had to put together in some order uh and like a lot of it feel like obadiah stain and tony have a connection and they build that connection in not many scenes but they do it quickly and they do it with a lot of uh, uh convincing like you 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 believe it and uh they could have done the same thing with uh Rourke's character with uh uh whiplash and they don't and that kind of needed i needed something there yeah and it i don't get it i just get this like him and his cheerleader and they're palling around <laughs> and having fun and i hate it um so yeah no for me eric siska yeah it's meandering it's all over the place it doesn't nothing really feels right. Like how you guys talk about it so it doesn't fit together. I totally agree with that. I And the thing is, like, I'm so starved for movies now. I'm actually looking forward to seeing some Marvel movies again, yeah. just because yep. it's a big spectacle on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So I will see how it goes with, with Black Widow, etc. But Iron Man 2, I, uh, I'm a big no. Uh, check out our episode on Iron Man 1, by the way, just because we, we do like some of this stuff. Yeah. We're very effusive, I think, about most of that movie. So uh, on the WLM episode. But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't dig this. I wouldn't recommend it. Even if you, like, I get it if you want to be a completist and, like, you haven't done the Marvel journey such as it is. But, like, if you're trying to do that, but you're also pressed for time, you can skip this one because, like, they'll fill you in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. I mean, like, you're not going to be lost. Uh, and also, you've listened to this entire episode, so you know the score anyway. So there's not really any fun spectacle that you're missing. And this is if you're doing one of those insane Marvel marathons at theaters. The Iron Man Two is a great time to go out and get like a couple of drinks, take and then a come shit. back, take yeah. a huge dump. totally, go fucking change out your diaper, get back in there, <laughs> get back in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that uh, that's gonna do it for Iron Man Two, ladies and gentlemen. It's from 2010, directed by John Favreau. Uh, if you want more We Hate Movies, such as the Iron Man We Love Movies episode, check out our Patreon. That is at patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Got a lot of good stuff floating around there, as always. What's the uh, what's the animation damnation this month? Uh, it is the Mummy cartoon, which is... Whew, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't remember it, and neither do I. <laughs> Oh, and uh, over on the Gleep Glossary, we've got a little bit of a continuation this month there. That's right. Last month, we covered the well-known Star Wars character, Ken. Ken. And this <laughs> month, we're doing Triclops, 
his father, who, if you're not hip with the Glebe Glossary, is the three-eyed mutant offspring of Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> that is right. So th- all that and more on the Patreon, of course. And on this, uh, the main feed here, WHM Prime, as we like to say, the summer blockbuster extravaganza continues into next week. Steve, what are we talking about then? Oh, a big slobbery dog, my friend. We're talking <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Oh, yeah. Yes. You see how we're doing this brand synergy with Disney Plus programming, ladies yeah. and gentlemen? Because <laughs> who's the who's the who's the the guy the, in the it's show? Tom Hanks. No, no, not the movie. Oh, the oh, Disney no. Plus show. Oh, I have no idea. Who knows? Oh, okay. I, well, I know. Of course, I remember it was Tom Hanks in the motion picture, but that Disney Plus show is coming in. It they, is. Uh, they, I didn't I, know. You know, it was like I don't know, like Anthony Anderson. Or no, something. they like put like maybe they put some mold of the Zac Efron character mm. and they just took him out. <laughs> I don't know what it's there's, name there's is. There's guy but, and there's dog. Oh, oh it's yeah. Josh Peck. Josh ah, Peck, ladies oh, and gentlemen. No, Josh Peck. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, well, until next week with the OG Turner and Hooch, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Gabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.